Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.th. .th. I suspected it might be .th because just before I press record you suddenly blurted out .th. I know. It just can't, you know what it's like when you launch a new website. You just can't stop saying Can't it. stop blurting out the... Uh, the web address. That's right. Dot, dot th immediately, I'm taken to Thailand. That, my friend, is correct. If that's correct, that's the first one I've got right for ages. What a hit. I'm, I'm pleased for you. Ah, uh, tell you what, that's fantastic, isn't it? Um, mm. I've never been to Thailand, Sam. Uh, is it a, a country that you visited on your travels? No, not been to Thailand. Oh. Um, maybe one day I will. Only time will tell. Maybe one day you will, maybe one day you won't. I'll wager you won't. Yeah, do you want to make a a little lifetime wager that you'll never go to Thailand? I'll put Bluey on it. I could easily win. It's not worth it. It's cost me more than that to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We have got a bit of admin to go through first. Um, Shall we uh, not bury the lead? Shall we get straight into it with today's news? I'll go straight into the news. Straight into today's news. I am very, very happy to announce that on Saturday, March the 6th, I will be appearing on the Ryland Clark Neal Radio 2 show uh, in order to talk about all things Red Hot Chili Peppers. Whoop, 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 whoop. That, that's the sound of the police. Well, hopefully not. That's trim- Well, uh, arrest us both for being too cool. Oh, guilty as charged, officer. <laughs> guilty as charged, my lad. Send me down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we are going on, in the form of me, the podcast is going on the uh, Rylan Clark Neal show on Radio 2. Uh, how are you feeling? Have you done anything to celebrate that fact? To celebrate, I'm wearing my universally speaking the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast t-shirt with uh, a badly placed badge. Badly placed logo, that one. Um, but, of course, we have got some new T-shirts in the pipeline. Talk to me about the new T-shirts. Well, they are, of course, the Diddy Let You Know uh, T-shirts with the logo on the back. Yes, indeed. I put forward the small logo at the top of the back, which has been widely voted in as the best design. So I hate I to say it, but it has. Somewhat um, off the hook after I ruined the first batch. Vindicated, finally. Well, it's not vindication for the mistake I made because no one could ever vindicate this badge placement. Guilty as charged, my lad. Oh my God, I'm going down again. <laughs> it's another five years stretch for a badly placed badge. Oh, harsh <laughs> affair. Uh, yes, the wonderful. Uh, we we talked last week. Um, we were talking a load of gibberish about. Um, did he let? I said, uh, did he? Little did he know about Anthony saying, <laughs> Anthony right. saying, little did he know that he was going to um, grow a moustache. He was showing on the fake moustaches. We then talked some nonsense and I put out a plea for someone to design us that logo with the I'm with you pill with Diddy on it. Mm. The, the day after the show was released, the wonderful Tom Pope had sent that very design and we'll get them printed up as t-shirts. They are going to be printed up as t-shirts. They so are. That, that is, is true. That's the university speaking promise, isn't it? I can't wait to get it. I'm just waiting for you to order them. <laughs> so, yes, okay. Um, just want to close that off, the, the, the uh, fact that I'm appearing on Radio 2. We've still got way yes. into T-shirts. Oh, that's great news. And thanks again, Tom Pope. Uh, yeah, you've, you've, thank you for the T-shirts, Tom Pope. But I do just want to state more about the fact that I'm appearing on Radio 2. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Uh, just want to get the times in. Ryland's show runs from three till six on a Saturday on uh, Radio 2, uh, BBC Radio 2, of course. And mm. I, I believe I'll be appearing between 5 and 5.30 p.m. on March the 6th. 2021 so please do tune in and you can hear me probably talk a lot more sensibly a bit more nervously yes. and less swearing <laughs> less swearing but hopefully more on topic absolutely yeah maybe i'll get we'll get a new t-shirt out of it you never know you never know did he let you know well yes right uh today we are going to be talking about the by the way era videos era the by the way era. era of era videos they being uh yes by the way itself two versions of course to talk about bang, Zeph- bang. yes boom bang uh the zephyr song bang can't stop bang and university speaking bang and we've also slipped in uh, Fortune faded as that was recorded in 2001. Uh, it was then subsequ- subsequently re-recorded for release um, during the Greatest Hit sessions. Uh, bang! But we, but bang! Wow! But we yeah, are going to go in. Yeah, so bang for a while. So we've got five videos to chat about. Yes, some high quality chat. We'll say thank you to everyone. I put out a, a little thing on social media saying what were people's thoughts about these videos. Uh, on twitter absolutely fantastic responses thank you to everyone who responded um mm. it, it gave us a, a platform for for talking about the videos i think having other people's input coming in it's always nice to have other people's input that we can then pass off as our own exactly and i'm not going to thank everyone by name for two reasons one it would take too long and oh, thousands thousands, thousands of names. upon thousands and two i would hate to miss somebody out so by accident. So if you, uh, if you were part of that conversation on Twitter, thank you very much. We really appreciated it. You know who you are. Oh, Arnie. Uh, yes, what, what, did I, what was that impression last week? Zany. Oh, Zany. Oh, I can't do it. Okay. Really? Um, <laughs> Anthony and Chad were saying Zany in an Arnie accent. Oh, of course. They, no, they were being Italian. No one came back to us on that. They were being Italian chefs. So Zany. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. I'll have a mouthful of beer. Let's both have a mouthful mm. of beer. I've forgotten about that. But hey, Ooh. it was good. Lovely feedback from everybody on last week's episode, which was lovely. Lovely, lovely feedback, feedback, which was lovely. Was lovely. <laughs> um, I do, do want to say thank you to RHCP Stuff on Twitter, who provided us with links for the high-quality videos. He did. He which, did. That was a lovely was, touch. Yeah, really nice of him. So, or her. Unknown. Yes. Uh, really, anyway, really nice. Thank you very much. Um, that made a big difference in the, in the, in my viewing pleasure, especially on the By the Way video. On yes. the, and especially on the performance, the Alcenta video. Yeah, yeah. It was just lovely to have those to watch. Those to watch? Those to watch. <laughs> That's better. Okay then, so shall we move first of all into the alternative video for By The Way, the performance video? Yeah, we'll start with By The Way, shall we? Because, of course, it is the titular video. And we're going in release order. And we're going in release order. Do you want to say titular? Titular. Yeah. Well done. Standing in line to see the show tonight And there's a 
see the show tonight and there's a light on heavy glow by the way I tried to say I'd be there waiting for coming out of the alternative video for by the way there at brain meltingly aggressive volumes that wow. was absolutely fantastic i loved that how did you feel thoroughly enjoyed it it's a bloody good song and i don't mind that style of video no i love i love that video a little bit of background first and then we'll get into chatting through the video shall we go for it and you'll be pleased here that at certain points throughout this episode there'll be little quiz questions for you oh brilliant you enjoy that don't you i like a quiz Okay, so we know that, uh, by the way, was released on June 10th, 2002. Very, very, very successful uh, album and single. Yes. 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 Hang on. I'm trying to do that. There you go. Um, Wasn't uh, the band's decision necessarily to release that as the first single. It was the management who thought, John thinks that they thought it was a combination of that kind of funky raw sound of the chilies mm. combined with the more melodic sound of by the way in fairness and i am being fair i think mm. that's correct I, I i think um they probably had a point tbh to be fair for me i think <laughs> i think they're right yeah, yeah they're right <laughs> yeah. now the, the swan describes it as an uber bombastic assault of non-commercialism he's, he's dead wrong there well it's definitely well, it's not right yeah. Yes, it, it's an uber bombastic assault, but it's very commercial. Well, it turned in, it turned out to be commercially successful, but uh, you know, it, they obviously didn't. He obviously, for one, didn't feel it was commercial. He just think it was uber bombastic. Well, he did, and I think it was right to point that out. But it turned into a commercial success, so therefore, it's very difficult to put yourself in a position to know it as anything other than that. So I think, you you know. Okay, well, we'll, we'll say, yes, it is uber bombastic. Yes. Uh, but it's not non-commercial. It's not now, no. We can clarify that in 2021. You'll like yeah. this. Directors, Jonathan Dayton and Val- Valerie Farris. No, as well. you, So it is, as you'd previously described on a different episode, a Dayton-Farris joint. Yes, it is. Uh, again, just a little bit of history about them, which I think we've done before. They directed Little Miss Sunshine, amongst other films. Big, big uh, video directors. They di- look, they've done REM videos. They directed the Wolves Lower video back in 1982, would you believe? That's um, a that's, good bit of knowledge. That's early, early REM, because Wolves Lower is off Chronic Town, off the first EP, before even the first REM album. Yeah, they got on the, the bandwagon early doors. Yeah, they kind of fell away after 95 with R.E.M. They went up to Star 69, so that monster era. They've done videos for Jane's Addiction, Smashing Pumpkins, Soundgarden, Weezer, Oasis, Macy Gray, Travis, and Extreme, of course. They did the More Than Words and Wholehearted videos for Extreme. Wonderful. So that's uh, very nice from my point never, of view. Never knowingly used a steady cam. No, oh, blimey, I'll tell you what. We will get into that. Do you think that's a good... A good lead single for the album. Well, as we discussed previously, it was actually, and then this is where what brings me back to my point. It was a it was a jolt and a surprise to us to hear a song like this. So that's why I don't think it was 
what people were expecting from the Chilis. And therefore, I think Anthony might have been spot on when he said that it was a ultra bombastic dose of non-commercialism. I'll have to pick you up there. He actually said it was uber bombastic. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, I do think it's a good lead single. It grabs the attention. It takes you for a wild ride and just prepares you nicely for the rest of the album. You've got it, brother. Hang on. I'm looking at my notes for the wrong video. Christ. I know. Well, who, was everything you said previously correct? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at the by the way notes, but I was looking at the normal video notes. Okay, we've got some good stuff to talk about um, coming up for the, the normal version. Yes. Uh, I, okay, let's talk about the video. I love that performance video that they've done. The starkness, the contrast of colours. Yes. Uh, I think th- I think it is reminiscent of the album artwork in its colour scheme. Those okay, blue, okay. very very blue across the board. Flea's got blue hair, for example. Would you uh, make of that? Yeah, he did have blue hair. Cool. Okay, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> what I like, what I really like about this video, and it pisses me off about other videos when they don't do this is that oh, the no. timing is correct. So John's yes. playing the guitar in time. Chad's playing the drums in time. Flea's very, you can see Flea play very specific bits of bass in time. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like at the 26 second mark, he slides up on Danny the girl to the high note. Mm. And it's, it's spot on. There's no excuse for not doing that. In my no, view. and John's doing his backing singing. Yeah, yes, he so is. Yeah. It's, it's, as you say, it's a performance video it's, and they're doing it. They're doing the job. They're, and they're going for it. They're, it's like a live performance. If you just take a, take out the you know the the studio recording and just watch their performance, it's you know all John's moves are classic John. Yeah, Swan's doing his classic by the way moves. He's got some good moves. He's got some interesting moves in this one. Chad's got his top off, which of course he doesn't do anymore. No, that is absolutely right. It's not a boiler suit for Chad here. No. It's um, top body naked. There's a real booming power to this once the drums kick in properly. The camera goes, because I like the fact that it's a still, it's a, it's a, it's not a locked off camera, but it's nice and no. steady. And then when it all comes in, it looks like an earthquake starts happening. Yeah, that I find frustrating. Do you? Why does that frustrate you? Talk to me. Well, I, I, I know what they're doing and I appreciate the artistic intent, but I just want to be able to see what I'm looking at. Correctly. I've always said that. But isn't it like about, a gig? About anything. No, a gig, you don't stand there going, I had you. I'll tell you what I do at a gig. I jump about. Well, might yeah, jump about I, a bit. I do too, but I hold my head steady so that my Oh, of course. Moves. Yeah, absolutely. So your body moves, yeah. but you, you've got a locked off head. Totally locked off. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's what no, it's, move, no movement above the neck. Yeah, I love the stark nature of it. The timings are great. I would have gone, you have all this thunderous camera work. Yes. And when it goes into the quiet chorus at 1 minute 50, I would have locked the camera off again or, or made the camera still, whereas, in fact, it kind of twitches and glitches a bit. I don't think you can lock it off once you've, once you've unlocked it. Can't you? No, nah, that would just would, wouldn't look right. I think it would look great. Mm. Well, they didn't do it, so they support me by the sounds of it. Well, like they did with the, the big or small logo on the back of the T-shirt. I'm just picking up a lot of support lately. Dayton and Farris did, did reply to that on social media, and they went with you. They always do. They always do. Um, they oh. said, Tell me what reality. they said. 
That's if we are with you. If it was one man, it would have been better. Uh, that's right, because then he could have said, I'm with you. I'm with you. But then I realised there was two of them. That's why I hesitated. Well, did, I did, never... No, no, I like it. What you should have done is responded to him on social media said, instead of one of you speaking for both of you, can you both tweet yeah. me? Yeah, individually, <laughs> with your individual support. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Um, the swan it cuts a rug. He cuts some serious shapes, and of course, at one point, he does do his special stance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do do a stance now. Is this yeah. the stance that you're speaking of? It must be. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hand on hip, I believe. Yeah. It's, it's. Is it head? Is it other hand to head? <sighs> yeah. Is it behind his head? It's behind his head. Oh, he's it? holding his head, hand on hip, yeah. and he's angled himself nicely. We're both doing it. Yeah. It's it's lovely. It, he he does it at Slane, a version of it. Does he? I've never picked up on that. And I've what. I've watched Live at Slane more than once. I've seen him do it before. I think because it's a, it's a, it's the stance of a very proud man. And by and God, he's he was proud. always been proud of the band. But during this period, I just sensed that he was even prouder. So he came up with a whole new proud stance. I'll say he was uber proud, which means really proud. Uber, an uber boombastic. Non-commercial. Yes. Non, a non-commercial dose of those of proudness yeah and it's good to see now three minutes oh no not three minutes 304 just after the swan's uh, fantastic proud pose did you notice that chad is singing along i did not notice he that. sings along specifically to the word marquee ah uh, well chad's a good singer in his own right is he yeah have we got proof for this oh god yeah Oh, you got all his solo albums, his solo singing albums. <laughs> <laughs> Chad sings the uh, hits. Chad sings the Beatles. Yeah. Chad sings. Oh, he yeah. did a Christmas album, didn't he? Chad sings the hymns. Yeah, and the best one uh, I like is Chad sings the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, now we move on to the the normal video. Same song. What song? Same song. Same song. The normal video for By the Way. Of course, uh, this one is is uh, By the Way two. The return of By The Way. That's it. Well, what a great sequel it was. It's by The Way 2, Judgment Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's have a quick look at these notes. I've got lots of notes here. Um, quick, chack, chack, quick chat about the making of. Again, yes. there's, there's a really good making of video for this one. It's uploaded on YouTube by Diner S-E-X. No, it's not. Sorry, that, don't type that in. Diner S-X-E. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> know you've been watching in preparation for this uh, this episode. If you uh, if you type in Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way, brackets making of part one, it'll come up. All the sexy that you that you might need on that but on that making of. You see Tom Harper, the stunt coordinator, planning the uh, previsioning the driving with little Matchbox cars on the road. Mm. which is nice with all the stunt the stunt drivers all around these videos are no small undertaking ben and they have to be planned down to the finest detail did you see that the idea for the car chase was based on uh the car crash in a in a morris peros one of your favorite films i believe ah morris peros yes that's the way you say it yes <laughs> yes <laughs> that has got a big car crash in it it certainly has and also behind the scenes, we see um, Dave Sheridan, who plays the cab driver. Yes. He's listed in this video as Doug Wilson, 
Um, that's clearly not his name, and it looks like he maintains character throughout the making of. Uh, well, he so, either maintains character or he's a complete goofball. Yes, one, one or the other. Perhaps both. I hope he's maintained character. Uh, he doesn't break. He does not break at all. So presumably the, the cab driver is called Doug Wilson. Yeah, Dougie Wilson. Good old Dougie. Nice to see Flea doing some stunt driving there. Yes. Of course, John can't drive. No, he makes that very clear. Makes that very clear. JF in the making of said a nice thing. He was having a, a little bit of a joke, a little bit of a giggle, if you like. Mm. He said, yeah, sure. he said, pages of my life. I tried to get them into music as much as possible, which I thought was nice. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Uh, Gen- other celebrities who can't drive, can you name any more? Yeah. Go on then. Beyonce? Is, your, is that your <laughs> phone? <laughs> that was a, a celebrity you can't drive whistling in. Who was it? Eminem? Ricky Gervais. Ah, that's, that's true. Do you want to switch, turn that off, maybe? Yeah, I'm doing it now, doing it now. It's only a matter of time until the oh, cuckoo comes in. There he is. Uh, hello, I cuckoo. I've just brought it. up on Wikipedia list of celebrities who can't drive. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, uh, Beyonce. Got John Cleese here, which is interesting, because he's got that famous oh, episode Beyonce, of... Is Beyonce real? I, I'm assuming all of this is real. Yeah, is that true, that Beyonce can't drive? I can neither confirm or deny. John Cleese. You said it. Were you an idiot? No, I've made it up. (laughs) Well, and then it turned out to be true. No, I just carried on the charade. Oh, I see. Right, sorry. (laughs) I didn't think that you would uh, break the the charade on air. Right. I I thought you'd somehow knew about Beyonce. (laughs) Okay. Well, John... John Cleese is on this list, which is interesting because he has that famous scene in Fawlty Towers where he is driving and the car breaks down. Yes. And he beats yes. the car to death. Yes. Um, another interesting one, Ryan Gosling can't drive. And he was in a film called Drive. Yep, that's what I mean. Uh, who else here? We've got uh, Michael Stipe of R.E.M. who actually okay. wrote a song, the lyrics to Driver cool, 8. Drive. You're making this up. Well, no, hang on. That was like, but, but that was about a train, Driver 8. Yeah, and he also wrote a song called Drive. <laughs> That's right. Hang on, it says all of REM can't drive. You're making this I'm up. I'm just scrolling through. Just scroll through. I've got a couple of more here. Um, yes. Who else can't drive? Vin Diesel can't drive. I don't know how he did all that stuff in The Fast That's and the Furious. He's called Diesel. <laughs> he's, called, he's called Wine. <laughs> wine <laughs> Petrol. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a joke list. Hang on, I've got another couple. <laughs> Who else? Tom Hanks. And he, he allegedly piloted a, a shuttle, a rocket to space. Yeah. Next year we're saying that Hugh Laurie can't drive. Hugh Laurie? Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hugh the Laurie. guy with Blackadder. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, he, no, he can drive a car, but he doesn't have his uh, lorry license. Yeah, he hasn't got his seven and a half ton license. <laughs> <laughs> can't drive a lorry and just, just wide this section up. Celebrities can't drive with... <laughs> hang on, I'm just scrolling through. You're making this up. I'm just scrolling through. Uh, Michael Keaton which I, I don't believe that one because I've seen him drive the Batmobile. I've seen him drive the Batmobile, yeah. Yeah. And last one is uh, Melanie C. Mel, Mel C. Mm. So I, I don't, she, I, went up and, she went up and down on, what's it called? I beg your pardon? 
in Emmett Rimmis. Ah, well, that's a lovely link back to the chilies. Yeah. And actually, in the video for Spice Up Your Life, she was in some kind of futuristic spaceship. Now, was she driving that? Don't need a license for those, do you? You don't need, to, you don't need a license for anything that's futuristic. That's true. That is true. So. Okay, well, we'll move on. That was a nice little section. Mm, it was. Read uh, the, the stuff that the Swan does in this video is some of it's really, really interesting. Stunt-wise. Yes. Stunt-wise, I mean. Stunt-wise. Well, you know, he's a brave man and sometimes a stupid man when it comes to doing dangerous physical activities. Well, obviously, there are stunt doubles here. Yes. But, I, but there's the scene where he is kind of hanging off the car, off the cab, where mm. that is the swan. And there's quite an aggressive swerve that's done. All of the wide mm. shots, the wide shots with the jump and that kind of thing, that's not the swan. You can see that is A, not John, not Flea, and not the swan. That's mm. stunt doubles all around. That's A, B, and C. A, B, and Flea. Mm, lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but, you know, Flea did some of the driving. John was in the car with Flea. The swan was doing some of his own stunt work. Mm. Brave boys. Brave, brave lads. Brave, brave, brave lads. Now, yeah. let's go from the top then. Film okay, de- we haven't watched it yet. Haven't we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's go and watch it and we'll come back. I'll see you in a minute. Uh, that. We come screaming like a very fastly driven taxi mm. out of, by the way, the official video. Talk to me, brother. I like it, but I think I prefer the other one. That's interesting because I prefer the other one. Mm. Are you sure you haven't just said that because that's what I said? Well, I always try to do the same as you. (laughs) (laughs) I find the character of the cab driver a a bit problematic in this video. I find him more, even more problematic in the university speaking video. Correctly, uh, I like it. Though. I think it, I think it works as a as a concept. I think as a little story, it's told quite nicely in you know yes. kind of four minutes. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's fine. I've got no overall problems with it. And as you say, it's it's a story of peril. Oh, danger. Yes, yes, indeed. Real danger. Real peril. Yeah, it, well, to the point where at the start of the video, when the swan jumps in, of course, he hails the cab with his book, which he will leave in the taxi, mm. and which we will will come full circle at the end of the university speaking video, because um, the cab driver will return that book to the swan on stage. Yes, that's right. We'll yes. talk about that book at that, at that point. Yeah, it's a nice little bit of, you know, storytelling and circle telling, as you mm. say. Yeah, very circly. Intercut, obviously, with the, by the performance video as well, which is nice to see some of that making its way in there. So, yeah, agreed, agreed. I think at the start of this video, well, I don't think, I know. I know <laughs> at the start of this video. At the start of this video, there's a little bit on the, that Swan can see on that partition. It's a little sticker that says, Warning. Now, you don't yeah. see what the warning is for, but is that foreshadowing, perhaps? Warning the swan that things are not 
as it se- as as they seem. Warning: I'm a kidnap driver. Uh, now, did you notice that when he pops in the uh, in the, the CD, single. it's a single? Yeah. Did you have that single? Yes. Good. Of course. Lovely. Oh, I didn't. I think I just leached off you in that era. Probably sounds like you. Sounds like me. Always think you're right. Always want to be like you, leeching off you. Um, well, now, of course, I I leech off you. I get used to almost all of the work on the podcast. So, well, to be honest, if you weren't able to make an episode, I could probably do a, a decent impression of you. We've come full circle. We have. Uh, let me let me try. Okay. Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net. And I'm joined, as always, by Sam Townsend from samtownsend.th. Sam, that's a good one. Uh, I think I've got an idea about it. Is that Thailand? Yes, yes it is. How's that? It's uncanny. It is. Uncanny. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you mentioned Californication. Um, a little known fact about that song. Go on then. Well, you know the guitar solo? Yes. It, John hadn't even written that right up until the final moments before they recorded it. Are you shitting me? No. So they're, they're in the studio, burning through yeah. studio time, spending God yes. knows how much money. Yes. Rick, Rick Rubin is there. Ricky Rubin, playing chess. And he didn't know what he was going to play or, or no. until very shortly before it was recorded. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. No, I won't. No, no, no. Anyone knows that. That's, so. just, that's just between me and you. We'll, um, yeah. we'll keep, that, keep that on the lowdown. That's a reward for your, your excellent impression work. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> that was you thanking yourself. <laughs> You're welcome. And that was me. What a great voice I've got. <laughs> uh, I, when he turns the taxi light off, did you notice that he switches the, the taxi light off? I did. I did notice that. It doesn't. The taxi light goes off, but the off-duty light doesn't go on. What's the crack there? Well, no, it's not off-duty. Well, it's just not. Oh, so you're saying there's someone in my taxi? Yeah, that's Is just that what, what that signifies. Yeah, that just means he's got a, a paying fare in, in, the, in the cab. That reminded me of a lovely, lovely, fantastically funny Red Dwarf moment. Do you know which bit I'm talking about? Uh, oh, when they <laughs> well, when they change it from red alert to to amber alert or something. Rima says, "Step up to red alert," and Crichton says, "Sir, are you absolutely sure it does mean changing the bulb?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. It's one of my favourite red dwarf bits. Did you notice that our man cab driver? I'm gonna. Should we just say he's called Doug Wilson? Dougie Wilson, yeah. At 39 seconds, he's got one of those um, hand, wrist, finger strengtheners. Did you see him pumping away on that? Yeah. Well, that's, he's, he's well into his fitness, isn't he? So he's constantly trying to strengthen his hands. Okay. Well, no, got, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> he's also got a head wobbler. Oh, did you know? Uh, do you know? I think I know who that head wobbler was. Do you know? No. I think it looks like Steve-O from Jackass. Oh, I suppose so. Yeah, it could be. I like the way that he's doing, Steve-O's doing the head wobbler, and he is head wobbling back. He's also doing it, yeah. Do what do you like make that. of the bit where he takes him to the tunnel? Love it. Great bit of reversing skills. Does a few donuts and then reverses really quickly into a tunnel. Yeah, I've ne- I'm, I'll be completely honest with you. I've been driving for 10 years now, and I've never done a fast re- reverse. I have, but not into a tunnel. 
I've never reversed into a tunnel at any speed, but I've never reversed quickly. Really? Well, yeah, there, there's only that. you reach a certain point where you can't reverse any quicker because there's only one reverse gear on most cars. Yeah, it's first gear, isn't it? But it's first gear. I've never bank. reversed at full speed. Sure. Um, we, we're talking about reversing in a manual car, of course, whereas a lot of our American listeners will probably reverse in an automatic car. Yeah, but reversing is it's still the the art of driving backwards. Yeah, still going backwards in a car, I suppose, yeah. Now, the Swan types out on his pager. Yes, thank God he had his pager with him. Help for being kidnapped. Luckily, Flea had his pager. Yes. <laughs> I love the look on Flea's face when he shows John the message, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's that guy. a joke. Okay. Did you notice what John was eating at the table? Ah, probably pasta. With what on, though? Parmesan, I'd imagine. A healthy amount of Parmesan, you're quite right. That guy loves Parmesan. Oh, he loved a bit of Parmesan. Lovely, lovely, nice big flares in the tunnel. Yeah, I, I like his dance moves in the tunnel. That bum slapping dance is quite nice. Yeah, exactly. I like it. I used to do that when I watched this video. I used to look forward to that section so I could do the bum slapping. Yeah, I used to burn off a lot of uh, of flares back in the day yes. when I was watching this video. Yeah, I know. I used to get in so much trouble for lighting flares in my bedroom. The, the, the places I accidentally burnt down watching the By The Way video. <laughs> <laughs> I like it that uh, at 2.45... It goes into the big chorus, the last big chorus, and Flea shoots out on cue in the uh, the big orange Jeep. Yeah. Hummer? Is that a Hummer? That's a Hummer. Yeah, that's a Hummer. And that's one of the things I like about music videos. I once directed my own music video to the song Patience by Guns N' Roses. And, um, you know, when you're making a music video like that, it's the, the cues you take from the song for the, for the visuals are so important. And I love, mm. I love it when that all comes into in sync. Yeah, that's a nice bit of timing. I, I enjoy that myself. We're going to talk about the colour orange, which that, that vehicle is orange. I'm sure you'll agree. Yes, that's Later right. on on another video. And we're also going to talk about the song Patience briefly on another video. Christ. Mm. Now, is there anything else that's named after exactly what it is? Uh, give me an example of what you're talking about. Well, like an orange. This is a tricky one, isn't it? We, we, uh, we've talked about this a couple of episodes ago. We, we really shouldn't get into the whole orange debate again. Just delete that out because obviously sometimes I forget what we've spoken about. No, it's fine. A green. Yeah, we talked about limes. Limes aren't called greens. <laughs> fine, <laughs> delete, delete that out. Then. I'm not deleting it out. Lemons aren't called yellows. Once, uh, you've, had, once you've had eight cans of this, this stuff, you can't Oh, get, get into it then. Who are you sponsored oh. by today? My favourite sponsor, oh, good. Brewdog, Punk IPA, is with me once again. We did get, and, uh, uh, did get a message from Jack Johnson saying that he hadn't tried that uh, he Northern hadn't heard Monk. Of Northern Monk, even though I had a memory lapse there and had already basically said exactly the same thing last time I tried Northern Monk. Mm. Oh, you said exactly the same thing. We should say as well, if you haven't already, go and check out um, Shotgun Hotline. Absolutely, yep. Uh, Jack Fox... Um, Shotgun Hotline by Jack Fox. Go and check it out. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on Spotify. Shotgun Hotline is uh, the latest release by our our man in the Northeast, our drum ambassador. Yes. An all-round nice guy. Multi-hyphenate himself. Podcaster, rapper, drummer. Stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian. This guy 
If there's it's anything this guy doesn't know how to do, we don't want to know about it, do we? I don't know whether he owns a shotgun. Or a hotline. <laughs> I'd rather he owned a hotline. They're far less dangerous, aren't they? It depends how they're used, because words can hurt. And that's true, but not as much as shot. That is also true. So, um, yes, what about- check out... I'm yeah, just going to finish sorry. my Jake Johnson plug. Please do. Please do. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go check it out. It's good. It's good. I've, I've listened to it several times, and I enjoy it every single time. W- will you mention it on Radio 2? Don't make any promises you can't no, do. I'm not, I'm not going to make any promises, Jack. Shan't <laughs> <laughs> make any promises at this stage. No. Okay, let's, uh, let's motor through the rest of this video then, shall we? Yes, I like it. I think, yeah, I like it too. I love no, the ending. I, I like what you did there. Oh, what did I? Oh, motor through it. Yeah, motor. You see, with the cars, great stuff. I didn't even didn't even put two and two together. It's just, you know, I I flow like a hip hop singer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you flow like a hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> hip hop. Uh, hip hop is not a thing. <laughs> That's what I thought. I flow like a hip hop. I flow singer. like a. I flow like a. <laughs> I flow like a hip hop. <laughs> well, once you've had a hip hop, you can flow again. Yeah, but slightly slower. <laughs> pre up. I flow like a, a pre up hip hop patient. <laughs> pre up hip hop. <laughs> anyway, what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the ending is great uh, when obviously the swan escapes. Did you notice how much John flinches? When there's the shot from inside the taxi where the swan bashes the smashes yeah. the window with his elbow, and how much John flinches, yeah, turns away. He's, he's very flinchy. He's a nervous Nelly. He is. Well, he is when it comes to breaking windows. We all know how you know how dangerous broken glass can be. Just ask Carl from Ghost. You're absolutely right. Do you think John probably the night before watched Ghost? Yeah, and was hugely concerned. Oh, Jesus, a huge shard would sl- he'd would go through a window. A shard would slide down, impale him, and then some I black mean, thing take him away. If that shard slid down, yeah, I'm not sure it would impale you. It depends how much weight was behind, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, cool ending. Chad gets picked up by that guy. Yeah, nice little twist, Chad. I hope Chad's got his pager. Let's leave it at that. Shall we? He's going to need it. He's going to need He's it. Gonna need it. Also, did you notice that the window wasn't broken when he put, as he pulled up? Uh, no, I didn't. That's a continuity error, isn't it? I do like the little performance from um, Dave Sheridan there as his acknowledgement of who he knows he's got in the car. He does a nice little face move. And I think it's a nice at least joke for fans as well because, you know, 60, 90% of people watching that video on MTV or on Top of the Pops, or on any other channel mm. or show, wouldn't know that was the drummer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Really? Yeah, that's what, yeah. Well, I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> I haven't sourced this. He sounded concerned then. That's a fact. That is that's a fact. That's a stone-cold fact. I'm now stating it as a fact. <laughs> uh, so no. anyway, so what do we make of that then? I think we need to move on. Yeah, we'll move on. Um, yes, good. Two, two good videos, a great song, and two videos that all also appear as one video because the first video is used in the second video. Well so, done. There's something for everybody there. 
Absolutely there is. And now let's move on to the Zephyr song. Can I get your hand to ride on? Just a piece of leg to bite on. But I'm not to fly my kite on. Do you want to flash a light on? Take a look, it's on display for you. Coming down on no, not today. Did you meet your fortune teller? Get it off with no propeller. Coming out there of the Zephyr song, and again, for me, mind-melting volumes... For me, loud. Late. It's not late breaking news. Actual breaking news, Sam. Some news to announce. It's a day for breaking news. I think you'll agree. Most days are. Whilst we were watching the uh, Zephyr song video, we had another ambassador request. What? I checked my emails. Had a, a lovely email from Boris Sanchez from Washington, D.C. Big bad buzzer. Big bad buzzer. Thank you, Boris, uh, for, thank you, Triple B, for emailing in. I'll just read you the beginning. It's an honest assessment. And I think we probably agree with him. Being an RHCP fanatic, I tried out your podcast in autumn 2019 with the first one hot minute episode. Full right. disclosure, full disclosure, I found it utterly unlistenable. Whoa. I think, in fairness, mate, gave it another shot late last year, and I'm glad I did. Blazed through all of your episodes in the course of a couple of months and wanted to share words of praise and appreciation, plus a question and request. Oh, uh, so right. we will get to the, the question and request. It's a, it's a, it's a nice email. I'll, uh, I'll say that. And it, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll reply to that. But in fairness, Triple B, uh, I don't think the one hot minute episode is our finest hour <laughs> by, any, by any means. We have actually talked about re-recording the one hot minute episode, haven't we? I don't know whether we, we should or not, though. It's, it, we, we were starting out. We were, you know, we were beginners. I know. I always say, if you're going to watch a long-running sitcom, don't necessarily start with the first episode. I can't think of a, of a sitcom that I love that has a great first episode or sometimes even a great first series. First season, exactly. We'd, we've just started watching Parks and, Parks and Recreation, yeah. and to, we're towards the end of season two, which is 22 episodes long, and it's only just really starting to hit its stride. Yeah, so, Blackout. Well, I think we've also talked about this before, but, you know, there's only so much to talk about, isn't there? Red Dwarf, first series, pretty shit. Friends, first series, I don't I mean, like. For, no, that's Seinf- right. Seinfeld, I love Seinfeld. I don't really think that hits its stride till... Ugh, blimey. <laughs> series three or four. Well, I imagine we last had this conversation when last time someone emailed in and said that they absolutely hated the first episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. The Simpsons doesn't hit its stride till series three. Uh, Blackadder, the first series, is rubbish. He's off again. When the, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Name a couple more and then say Blackadder again. <laughs> Hang on. Yes, I am, in fact. Uh, mind you, the off- I was going to say The Office, but um, no. that hits its stride immediately. Okay, you've got to. If you're only going to do two seasons. The, the thing was, about The Office was, and the Faulty reason... Towers. Faulty Towers, there you go. The reason The Office works so well, and Faulty Towers, actually, and this does tie into what we were talking about earlier, the cast got extra long to rehearse it because neither um, Gervais or Cleese could drive, so they were always late to, <laughs> to shooting. <laughs> That's right. So exactly. the rest of the cast and the writers had a lot of time to workshop the episodes. Yes. Um, however, we will say to um, Boris Sanchez, Big Bad Boris, Triple B, you're in, brother. I will... Um, Yes, he's yeah, going to yeah. be getting a badge. Have we got any badges left? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got a few. Anyway, Boris, I'll just... It it's, ends his email by saying, Anyway, thanks for doing what you do. Love the band and listen to your podcast. High fives all around. Let's do a virtual high five. 
There you go. Whack. A bang. Um, Whack. Also, it says. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of sound effects are these? P.S. He says, I fucking love The Righteous and the Wicked. Please stop disparaging it. I like it. I too, I too love the righteous and the wicked. It's only so you you are, disparage, is it? You're, you're, yes, I do. Yeah, you're on board with Boris. I'm on board with Boris and many other people who'd like that song. Okay, so we we uh, come storming out of uh, Triple B's email at full volume, maximum volume, maximum yeah. whack, <laughs> maximum bang, <laughs> maximum. Uh, the Zephyr song. So I have got. Some pretty oh, good. Sorry. So, before you start, can you do your best whip and then your best grenade explosion sound effects? I'm pretty shit at both of those things, I'm afraid. You're okay, good right. at the whip. You can't practice, you've just got to do them. Okay. Well, I've just done it. That's oh, the whip. Oh, I didn't, sorry, I didn't realize that was a whip. <laughs> right, okay. And now your best explosion, grenade explosion. On earth. I slowed okay. it down. That's on slow mo. That's, okay. that's on point two right. five speed. Okay, I'll do a whip. Go for it. Kush. I knew you were good at the whip. You've done that before. Okay, and now the grenade. That sounded like it was on point five zero speed. Uh, I've never done a grenade. I've never done a whip. Good game. That's probably the kind of content that that Boris is absolutely lapping up. So, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got some good behind the scenes stuff about the Zephyr song. Okay, go for it. I have found out throughout the Zephyr song, we know that there is a female dancer. Yes. Uh, on the making of video, it's another Dayton and Farris joint, by the way. Yeah, I watched this. But I'm not sure I watched the full-length version. How how long is the making of video? Uh, unknown. It's not very long for the Zeph song. It's a few minutes. Okay, maybe I did them. They said they auditioned over 100 people. Last minute, they found the person they wanted. Not so much. More of a burlesque dancer than a stripper. Had her own brand of movement, they say. Mm, and yeah, uh, yeah. I found out who that lady is. Who is it? I've done some deep research. It's uh, Go-Go Amy. Go-Go Amy. Have you contacted her? I've sent her a message on Instagram. Fine. Say no more. Mm, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But what she does have now is uh, a really, really good Etsy store. There's some really nice vintage-style stuff. There's some more modern stuff. There's some more risque stuff, if if I may say. So some of it is really classy. The wraparound dresses are absolutely lovely. There's some nice kind of spider web design dresses. Honestly, it's worth checking out. There's pretty much something for everything. I think um, you've bought one for yourself. A wraparound dress. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Check her out on Facebook, Go Go Amy. That's I Love Go Go Amy. Check her out on Insta. It's at Go Go Amy. And her Etsy store is www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Go Go Amy. It's really nice. Okay. We're not even, we're not even sponsored by Go Go Amy. No. Well, maybe we will be in the future. Are you impressed with that level of research? I'm disturbed. Yes. <laughs> I was disturbed myself I'm, when I was I'm, doing I'm, it. Okay. I'm deeply concerned for the safety of Go Go Amy. <laughs> oh, go, go. <laughs> Amy, don't worry. <laughs> Amy, don't go go. 
<laughs> oh, very good. The Swan says that uh, Dayton and Farris asked him to do ch- choreography lessons. Yes, and he had 12 left feet. 12 left feet, and that's a lot of left feet. That intimates he also had 12 right feet for a total of 24 feet. Well, no, because I think if, you, if you've got 12 left feet and 12 right feet, you're fine. What you're he's got right. is, is 12 feet, but they're all left feet. I take it all back. You're absolutely right. So you're saying if you had, pardon me, if you had 12 left feet and 12 right feet, you would be able to dance. Okay. You'd be absolutely fine. What do you make of the video as a concept as a whole? Some of the band were more keen on it than others. Conceptually, I like it. Okay. Um, That's conceptually. Okay. Talk about it in uh, another sense that isn't conceptual. <laughs> in, in reality, yeah. in, in the manifestation of the concept. Lovely. I think, I think they, they pull it off to a certain degree. There are parts within the video that I really like. There are some parts which I don't like so much. But I think overall, it's a great video. It really works with the song. And I think a couple of people touched on this on Twitter, didn't they? They said that this song is, is synonymous. This video is... is it's absolutely synonymous with the song. When you think of the song, you think of the video. The yeah, concept true. is it matches it so well. And I do like it. I think they pulled it off pretty well. Like I said, there are just some bits that I, I think are better than others. But overall, I think it's all good. Chad the Myth Smith himself said, sometimes you hit him, sometimes you don't. So he, was, uh, he wasn't he 100% on it. Whereas the Swan said, I think there's some moments in the video where it's captured. The idea of psychedelia psychedelia if you will well he says psychedelia mm, what do you say so does flea i say psychedelia so do i because that's the way you say it i'm pretty sure that's how you say that word psychedelia yeah what did they say psychedelia psychedelia that's ridiculous but right, we'll move well, then on again that. they are americans so i am an american they do now, say some words different to us don't they yeah like um aluminum yeah. Um, how you say, how you look at the, the letters that make up the word aluminium and say aluminium is beyond me. Have you ever tasted aluminium? Yeah. Tastes like fear. It does. That is a brilliant uh, REM pull. Have you... Uh, uh, name, the song, song? name the song I'm referencing. Feeling Gravity's pull? No. You've got two more chances. Wait, wait, just Ebo? Yeah, it's just Ebo, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, I referenced it, mate. I asked you if you'd ever tasted aluminium. Yeah, I said, yes, it tastes like fear. Yeah, so I referenced it first. I thought, you were just, I thought you were just asking me if I'd ever tasted lumen. I didn't know it was an REM reference at the time. Of course it's an REM reference. Okay, name the painter that they talk about that Stipe references in um, Feeling Gravity's Pull. Well, I'm not sure. Van Gogh. It's Man Ray. Okay, yeah. so I love the beginning of the Zephyr Song video. It's got that beautiful, striking image of Go-Go Amy doing her dancing. And John yes. on either side, looping. Every time, the, every time he starts a new bar, he loops yes. and does the same thing. I think when yeah. this video works, it, yeah. it really, really works. Well, that's what I mean. I would say when it works, it's fantastic. And when it doesn't work quite so well, it's still good. So, and, when it, and when it doesn't work at all? It's bullshit. <laughs> well, that's what Chad was saying. I like it when yeah. Flea at the beginning, Flea kind of jumps in from nowhere comes in in, in, a, in a split flea. A split... Yeah. A, 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 I'm going to say it, a split flea soup. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, there, there's some... John in particular 
moves so nicely for this video. He's very languid in his movements, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And so does so does Flea, and so does the Swan. I think they all do, but John in particular, you know. And he does his lovely backing vocals, which are sixties style backing vocals, which fit this again, fit the imagery. So, yeah, I just think it. The thing about the Zephyr song as well is, and I may have said this before. You pro- I almost guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, but it's only when you listen to the Zephyr song that I personally appreciate how much I like it. There are certain chilly songs and certain songs by any band that you go, oh, yeah, that song's absolutely brilliant, and it, it, they spring to mind. But the Zephyr song kind of flies under the radar until you hear it, and then, and then you're in it and you love it. Do you say it flies so, under the radar almost like an easterly wind? Well, yes, 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 exactly, exactly. Now that we know what a Zephyr is, luckily no one gave me a hard time for thinking it was a flying mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. When I tell you, when I put that episode out, I was bricking it for a few days thinking, Sam is going to get so much shit on the socials for thinking yeah. a Zephyr is a flying mobile. Well, yeah. I thought, I always thought about the airships, didn't I? But that's Zeppelins. Well, that's even worse. Yeah, well, I probably had the good sense not to say it out loud. So we're not going to break down all the edits and all the things they do in this video because it's more of a mood piece, I think. It is a mood piece. I'll tell you some bits I do like. Uh, the doves flying towards the um, the camera. Yeah, I like the the, the, you see, thing. okay. That okay, put me in mind of, um, that you'd like the doves. I do. It put me in mind of Under the Bridge when the swan runs directly towards the camera. Oh, right. And there is actually a point in this video where Chad appears almost sylvan uh, as as they do in the... Um, give it away video. Is Sylvan a word? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, he does almost appear Sylvan. <laughs> uh, like in the by in the, the way, in, like in the like in the by the way, yeah, yes, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sylvan. Um, as the um, as the dove flies towards the camera, it put me in mind, as I said, of another bird moving towards the camera. Who might that other bird be? The swan in the Under the Bridge video. You've got it, brother. Uh, there's other dances in this video as well, other than Go Go Amy. Yeah, there is. And that's and I know quite like that. I'd never really noticed it before. No, I hadn't, because one of them looks very much like Flea. He's a man, a male dancer. Um, yeah, great actually, when, when, Yeah, when you, when you look at it, actually, you, they, he, they move so well to the music, and I think that's why they couldn't resist putting them in. That's why they employed them. Well, they essentially said, come and dance to this song, and they did, and they liked it, so they put it in the video. I like it when John's, there's like two John's or two Fleas, and the guitar next crossover. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that put me in mind of the Beatles when Harrison and McCartney would do the backing singing, or Lennon and Harrison would do the backing singing, because no, no, it was just only when McCartney was involved, because McCartney was left handed. Sure. Because you had that kind of crossing of the neck effect. That's all I want to say. A very good point. Thank you. Succinctly made. I butchered it. I absolutely butchered it. There's a little bit of flea. Looks like he's doing that throwing hot water on a cold day. Did you see that? Yes. Yes. Sideways. It's quite nice. Uh, That that kind of thing, you see, makes me think, you know, they just thought they'd do some things that might look good. Yeah. Yeah. So they just came up with various things they could do that might suit the video. 
Well, you can just take a chance, don't you? Because if it doesn't work, then stick it in. Well, I suppose, yeah, yeah. No, I've got no problem with it. Experimentation is, I, I guess, the the seed of creation. What a wonderful thought that is. <laughs> <laughs> Completely agree. I'm just jotting that down. Yeah, go and get that tattooed on my on my wrist. Experimentation is the seed of creation. <laughs> Lovely. Do you see when they were filming it? There was that they would they filmed them on that stage, and it had a, like a plexiglass floor, so they could shoot up yes. through the floor as well. I've changed my mind. I'm going to get that tattooed on my forehead. What? Well, um, experimentation is the seed of creation. Yeah, I could get a t-shirt made of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can have it on the back, can we? Yeah. No, I'm going to have uh, experimentation is the seed of creation on the front, and then the, the logo really big on the back. <laughs> Yeah, you can have it like a sash. We can. I'm just going to need to write. I'm just. Excuse me, everyone. This is um, this is real time social media work. I need to jot down. Experimentation is the seed of creation. Experimentation is the seed. Sans le sud. So I can. Yeah, so I can use it in the um, in the social media stuff. When I said I was jotting it down a minute ago, it was a lie. Oh no, not again. Yeah. Lying, lying again, liar. Caught lying on on this podcast again. (laughs) Again. Okay, is that enough about the Zephyr song video? Yeah, great song. I mean, they're all good songs, aren't they? Yeah, they're all great. No, they're all great songs. But the Zephyr song is a particularly good song with a particularly good video. Okay. Well, at the end, we'll rate all these videos, I think, shall we, if we remember? Well, yes, but the thing is, you have to rate them based... Also, you have to take into account how well they fit the song. Okay. Do you know how I know that you really believe in that point? Because I went like that on the desk. I know. Vanessa, the house ambassador, told me, stop, stop, stop being nasty to Sam on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell me about it. Thank you, Vanessa. Okay. I will, um, I'll do my best to stop. But she also yeah. told me not to suck my lolly so loudly on the podcast. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Right, exactly. Exactly. That's a good wife, listening back and critiquing. It's reviewing, it's reviewing to improve, essentially. The thing is, this is the sort of thing that turned people off during the, by the, way, uh, during the One Hot Minute episode. Well, it certainly was, but luckily they came back. We had reviewed to improve, and now um, we're on Radio 2. So. Well, not yet. Something worked. Well, true. It's incredible, really. We, came, we started from that. I mean, the thing is, when we listened to the One Hot, video, uh, one hot Minute episode... The One Hot Video Minute. We quite enjoyed it. Yes, that's because... We didn't know it was, what we were doing. it was the first one. Yeah, yeah, I know, but but we thought it was good enough to continue. I I have not listened back to it since I released it, and I I, I don't think we should dwell on it. Don't, dwell on it. don't dwell on it. Don't dwell on it. But I would say, if you're new to this podcast, go from episode three, which was the um, live in New York. I think that's probably where it picked up a bit. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, but I mean, even to pick up during episode three is quite. That's quite a swift pickup. But I'm not saying the pickup was huge. It was just better. No. Better okay, than the first two episodes. Hopefully listenable. Hmm. What was episode two? One Hot Minute Part Two. Because oh, that was the time we recorded it. It went on for about an hour and a half, and I was concerned that it was too long, so I divvied it up into two episodes. The, the only thing to say about this and to, to sort of critique myself is to say that during the first few episodes, when we were doing it for, you know, for ourselves, essentially... We didn't think people were listening. I did used to get absolutely shit-faced. You were quite shit-faced in live slime. <laughs> yeah. Listen. So, listen. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Uh, and as as we became aware that there were more and more people listening, I have dialed back my my intake. Okay, so what a that, that's another another production meeting for people to listen to, and we shall now move into can't stop, shall we? What a video. We erupt out of the Can't Stop video. Sam, tell me what you think about this. Well, first off, I'd like to go on record as saying that Can't Stop is a very, very good song. Yes, I think we all agree on that. Um, and I'm sorry, I think the video is equally good. Please don't apologise. No need to <laughs> apologise. No, I was apologising more for the small the small eruption of gaseous air that came from my mm, mouth with, from within. Hmm. Sure. So you like the song, you like the video. Yeah, I like the video. I think there's there's a, there's a lot to it. You see, it certainly and is. At times, I I kind of wish that they hadn't bothered with a couple of the concepts, but overall, I think there's just a lot to enjoy visually. It's a visual treat. It's a, it's a visual treat for sure. I've got a couple of. Oh, I've got one question for you. Yes. A couple of days ago, I said, make sure you do your top five moments. Did you do it? I did not do it. Right, right. Sack, uh, sack, sack Sam. <laughs> sack Sam for being unloyal, disloyal. Yeah. Um, no, but what I can now name is five things that I like. Okay, you can do it in a minute when we get to that section. Fine, fine. A little bit of background information first. I, I think we'll all enjoy, won't we? I think we will. It's directed by Mark Romanek. I always thought it was pronounced Romanek, but it's Romanek. Uh, well, hang on. What do you call the, the Romans? The Romans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he directed One Hour Photo with Robin Williams. Yes. Yeah, he directed, got that on DVD. He directed Never Let Me Go in 2010 uh, with Spider-Man in, Andrew Garfield. And I've still got another Spider-Man point to make later on about this song. Donald Gleeson was in that as well, Curry Mulligan and Kira Knightley. Music videos, this guy's done some belters. Uh, he did the 1996 video for Scream with uh, Wacko and Janet. Okay. It cost, cost seven million, the most expensive video up to that point, I believe. This is what I don't understand about music videos. Some of them are so expensive. Yeah, and that one, and Can't Stop, must have cost peanuts comparatively. <sighs> Mate, I bet you that cost more than a million to make. If you look at, um, I bet it didn't. No, it probably didn't. But I bet I bet you another bluey. Well, but what concerns me, and I think we've said this before, is that with all the poverty that exists in the world, and people are spending seven million quid making a music video, it's not all people. It's a select select people who've got a lot of money. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Uh, well, there's a lot of early CGI. I think it's mainly CGI. The screen video. Well, I'm not just focusing on that that one. No, sure, focus on others. Well, didn't TLC make a, a particularly expensive video that was one of the most expensive at the time? Well, the Waterfalls video is good. In the um, in the video for one of my favourite TLC songs, I'm Pretty, there's a computer-generated camera flying around filming people. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not Wait, sure if that's the most expensive video of all time, but I will say, if you haven't heard the song 
Unpretty by TLC for a while. Go and check it out. It's got a brilliant guitar sound, brilliant guitar line, and, and sure. the guitar's got a great tone. Sure. Well, there you go. I'm surprised that you know so many TLC songs. I know two. Two. What about Pure Shores? That's All Saints. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, if we're going to go down this road, what about Wannabe? Well, that's Spice Girls. I know. But what about uh, This Train Don't Stop? <laughs> that's Hell from Jump. Of course. Do go and listen to Pure Shores as well. That's a really good song. Yes. Anyway, let's get back to the video. No, I've got a quiz question for you. What film oh, was yeah, that you, song recorded? You promised for? me a quiz question. I've got questions. Here's the first right, one. Go on, right. uh, Pure Shores by All Saints was featured on the soundtrack of which film? Oh, I mean, I've, I'll oh, give you the, the beach. Yes. Well done. You pulled out of nowhere. I did. I was about to say I've got no idea, and then realised that I knew the answer. You had uh, not only no idea. You had every idea. I had, I had so the Mark idea. Mark Romanek. No, Romanek. Romanek? No, oh, Romanek. Romanek. No, it's Romanek, yeah. It's Romanek. Think of the Romans. Mark Romanek also directed Coaches by Audio Slave, that cool video where Audio Slave are on top of the building and all the fireworks. All the fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. yeah. Hurt by Johnny Cash, which is a great video. That is a great video. Yeah. Probably is the last video. I think it might have been. And that's another example of mar- marrying the music to the, uh, to the images so well, because... I don't think there's many is better that, videos than her for, for portraying that sense of sadness. Is that the Nine Inch Nails song? Yeah. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, Free Your Mind by En Vogue, he did. He did Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz, which is another great video. Great song. And yeah, he so did anyway, Devil's... Let's... I just do need to say this. <laughs> right, you can, I don't realize you're going to go through it. Isn't I do career. need to say this. All right, go on then. Chocolate oranges are available from Rollinson. <laughs> yes, they are. And he did the devil's hack up my back. Okay, fine. Good old Romanek. Now, what are your five favourite parts? Oh, okay. Let's see if any of them tally up with mine. If we're getting straight in. Oh, why not? Well, start from five. Oh, geez. Okay. I hadn't put them in any particular order. Okay, well, just you go. I've got mine in order. Okay, five. I'm going to go for John striking the chair with his guitar. Oh, that has not even made my top five. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, but I feel that's less of a sculpture. We'll, we'll talk about the fact that it's based on the one-minute sculptures. Oh, okay. that's, that's more of a kinetic thing. Yeah, not so much well, I just, it's just something in the video that I enjoyed. Okay, okay, fair enough. Well, I've got uh, at number five, Chad standing in that funny pose with a shirt on a coat hanger on his lip. In his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That I, I saw that, considered it, I decided it didn't make the grade. Okay. Your number four? My number four is, I think it's got to be John in the Buckets. Mm. That's a good one. And I had it on my short list of eight. Yeah. But it didn't get through. That is a great one. Because then also later on, he does a little silly dance in the Buckets. He does. I think, it, I think what happened was he was in the Buckets and then someone said to him, John, do a dance. Well, we, we'll do our, our, this list of five and then we'll talk a little bit about the relationship between the band and, uh, and the, the director and the bucket, yeah, the band and the bucket, <laughs> the band and the director, and specifically between John and the director, because it wasn't uh, all plain sailing. It wasn't all peaches and cream, as the old saying goes. That is exactly how the old saying goes. It wasn't <laughs> all apple crumble. No, it wasn't all banoffee pie. It certainly wasn't. It wasn't all <laughs> another pudding. 
It wasn't all tiramisu. No. Uh, oh, my God. It wasn't all French toast. I'll tell you, I, I did a pudding experience for Vanessa on Valentine's Day, or well, on Saturday before, that went, she found particularly strange. <laughs> right, okay. As you know, I did um, butterfly prawns on crostini with garlic butter. Yes. A la Ask Italian, which we like so much. Mm. That went down a storm. It always does. It's bloody delicious. Nice. Then for pudding, I watched a Jamie Oliver recipe where he made chocolate-filled French toast served with ice cream and caramelized bananas. I thought it was delicious. Vanessa didn't go for it at all. But essentially what she'd had for a main, and me, of course, we, we ate together on, on our Valentine's meal, uh, <laughs> was, was a lot of prawns on bread. Yes. And then I basically gave her a big chocolate sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a hit. It was, no. I didn't think it through. In fact, she peered into the kitchen when I was cooking and said, what's the bread doing open? <laughs> I, I had no comeback. <laughs> as if to say, as if to say, I can't handle more bread. <laughs> I've just eaten half of a big ciabatta. <laughs> and now you're making me have two slices of Tesco stick cut toasty. Yeah. yeah. Filled with chocolate. <laughs> bad, bad planning. Bad with husband. Well, not well, a, a decent husband. Yeah, a, well, a well-intentioned husband. Yes, but uh, I'll tell you what those bloody prawns are. Uh, email in, I'll give you the recipe. Absolutely lovely. Do I have to email you? Can't you just give it to me off air? <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> if you're going to be like that, e- email me and I'll, I'll tell you what I think about the cut stop video. Fine. Email me to talk about the Fortune Painting video. Fine. Right. If you want to play this game, mate. I will. I will. Hey, we'll stop recording. We'll stop recording right now, and we'll email yeah. each other this whole this whole podcast. <laughs> email. Uh, no, of course we won't. We're being silly. Uh, so, what's your number three? My number three is going to be flee. Well, am I allowed to say flee when they stick things up his nose? Yeah, it's fine. Because they're also a bit stapler in his mouth. Yeah, I, I want to go for that. I'm going to go for that, I think. Okay, I've got no flea at all. My number three is the swan in the wall. Right, okay, okay. In fact, my, my, next, my top three are very swan heavy. Yeah, well, I was going to go for the swan with the bottles. Oh, come on, mate. Yeah, but I didn't. Good. Okay, what's your number two? My number two is Swan in the tent, wearing the tent. My number two is also Swan Igloo Man, I've called it. Yeah, that's Love great. it. That's fantastic. Yeah. And my number one is Swan in the Wall. What's your number one? My number one is a, a, a blink and you'll miss it. It only appears in the video twice, and I think for a total of about two seconds. Yes. It's a swan wearing a big black sheet all around him. And oh, it's, yeah. It's configured into a dress. And it looks yeah. like it A reminds me of the warped video. Yeah. And B also it looks liquidy on him, so it reminds me of this is the other Spider Man reference. Of the character Venom, or Eddie Brock in Spider Man three, or the comics, or you know, all over the place. Mm. Uh, when Venom, the symbiote, takes him over and it's like an oily substance in Spider Man three. 
Yes. It looks like the swan is covered in that kind of um, that symbiotic fluid slash dress made of a big. Black yeah, shape. I do. I do like that one. I do like that one. Well, not enough. To I'm put not in the top really five. happy with including flea it with the things up his nose in my list. But All right, well, take it out and stick another one. No, it's too late. Too late. But my okay, number so one is 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 the swan in the wall. I think that's great. The swan in the wall was going to be my number one, and as you know, it came in at number three. Yeah. So. Uh, right, so let's get back to our chit-chat about the video, which we were yes. chit-chatting about then. Now, the, the relationships. Oh, God, yeah. They had, a difficult, they had a difficult time there with, um, with the band. Roman. Mark, Mark Romanek says himself, Romanek, says himself that he's a yeller, and he has oh, a very no. clear conception of what he wants, and he's not shy about telling the band what to do. Yeah. And he's scared, poor John. Got a bit scared. And John said, screw it, I'm off. Really? I'm done. But oh. they pulled it round. They pulled it round, which was nice. Well, um, JF good. said they weren't sure about how it would end up. Mark Romanek was very, very sure of himself. Not really interested in their input either. Man, and that, that can't be the way to work. That can't be the way the creative process pans out. Not when you've got so many creative minds in one space. Well, no, I think, actually, if you've got so many creative minds in one space and you've got a day or two to shoot something, you need one person to have the creative mind and tell you yeah, what to do. Is that mind Romanek? Yes, it was. And look how it, it worked was. out. It was great. <laughs> well, I just think that you, all parties should be, should be able to at least feel like their input is being listened to. Well, they did in the end. The tensions between JF and... And uh, I, I'm going to call him Mister. So I, I can never remember how to say his surname. Mark Romanic, Mister. Initially, but after a couple of hours, it sorted it out. Uh, John actually it- sent Mister a lovely note afterwards, which you can see on the making of. He thanks him for doing such a great job. Thank you for capturing the live feel. Thank you for holding shots more than one tenth of a second. Mm, well, we we I, I appreciate that. I thought you might, and also says it's a pleasure. That's not, it must be nice to get a note from John Fashante. It is, I can confirm. Oh, did he send you one after ATP? He sent me one before ATP, halfway through the show, mm-hmm. afterwards, yeah. and he's also sent me one recently confirming that he will be on episode 80. Oh, Johnny boy. Yeah, lovely, 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 breaking lovely. breaking that live. That is, Bre- what a day for breaking news it is, we said that. I know, I know. Chili's also said that... Um, they all said the stage was too small and they couldn't work with it. Yeah, Mis- I can appreciate that. Yeah, but Mister said, "Tough lumps, mate. This is what you got." That, God, that, to, to, that quote him, <laughs> to, qu- <laughs> to quote him, to quote, to quote him, tough lumps. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, no wonder they fell out. No, then out. they enjoyed it because it's like working within a, a structure. Imagine writing a sonnet. Imagine writing a haiku. You have to produce beauty and produce creativity through structure. Mm. Well, you know what they say. Go on. Structure is the seed of creativity. That's exactly what they say. That's exactly what they say, despite what we said earlier when he claimed it was experimentation. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, just, I'm just toying with all these tattoo ideas, you see. Exactly. Well, what you're I gonna might do is, is get it written on the wall in my lounge. Have you spoken to your wife about this? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Great effect at the start of the video as it goes through the tube. Do you think that's done through 
Because it goes on for a long time, doesn't it? Do you think that's invisible cuts or do you think that's CGI? CGI. You got your hand up. No, what I am going to do, you know, when people get it, like you go to the toilet in someone's house and they've got like signs that say like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little, so little get, inspiring gonna, quotes. Yeah, so I'm going to get um, experimentation as a seed of creation and, and hang it in my toilet. Lovely, and I'll get um, the other thing you just said. Yes, yeah, structure. Structure is the is the seed, <laughs> seed of, of creativity. <laughs> <laughs> We get those two signs, and then we can then, then we can go to the toilet in each other's houses and come out and say, "Wow, man, I love that! I love that uh, inspirational quote you got in the wall on the wall in the toilet." Do we have to speak in an American accent? <laughs> yeah, you got to. Hey, I loved you. I loved your quote, man. You quote really. <laughs> I couldn't go for a wee, and then I read your quote, and I could go for a wee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of breathless American. <laughs> <laughs> tired, tired, tired American with kidney stones. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> hey man, I, I sat down, I sat down in your bathroom. I couldn't go for poo, but I saw, I saw that quote: "Experimentation is a seed of creativity," and I just did a big poo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what you would be for. breathless after doing a big poo, presumably. Well, you would, of course, especially one inspired by such a such a quote. Such a quote, indeed. So, yeah. So, you think that CGI going to the tube then? Because it does go all yeah, around. Well, you got I went like, to CGI because I wanted to start talking about the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's CGI as well. Oh, good. So I was right. Can you just do a little bit of filler while I have a big mouthful of beer? Yeah, sure. Uh, it was in the early to mid-1980s that the Red Hot Chili Peppers first played live as a band and then, of course, went on to release... That's enough. Uh, That's enough. I'm back. Fantastic. I love the way that they do those little cute runs with the lights on their back. They never come back into the video, but they're all carrying no, each other's cables. They've all got the cables. Then Flea does, like, a nervous scratch. Yeah, that's a bit weird. That's a bit well, I weird. I think he- I, I think he's getting, you know, he's getting into it. Well, he certainly gets he into kind it. kind of, he's just, you know, a bit of character acting. Sure, which he's very good at. Yeah. He reminds me here of the character that he plays in The Big Lebowski. Ah, really? He, but the, I guess the main reason he looks like that particular character is because he is the person the who same, plays that character. Yeah, he's the same character. Yeah, so the yeah, same Flea person. looks a bit like that guy who plays the Nihilist in The Big Lebowski. I'll tell you who doesn't look like the Nihilist in The Big Lebowski now so much. Who, Flea? Yeah, modern-day Flea. No, well, he's a bit older. I'll tell you what, that picture of him with his wife in that naked fetal position was uh, an interesting thing to do. It was. It I was, did speak to you on the phone, didn't I? I said, maybe I'll do that for Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, I think you should. I mean, we've all done it, haven't we? We just, just don't all put it up on the internet. We don't all put it on the, the internet. internet. It's, and I, I did say I'm a little bit concerned about it because my, I did had to do a BMI um, index thing uh, a couple of days ago for something that yes. I'm applying for. And I have got a healthy BMI, mm. as it turns out. But I do feel that if I were to do that particular shot... Yeah, I'm not sure it would go down. In the, 
I've not, I've not well, spelt as Flea. Let's put it that way. Flea's got a tremendous body for a man of his age. Oh, great body. <laughs> <laughs> great his body, body is the seed of creativity. That's what I put up in my toilet. Flea's body is the seed Flea's of experimentation. Body, wait, Flea's body is an inspiration to us all. He looks like a little walk. baby in that photo. Well, of course he does. He's in the fetal position. <laughs> and he's very small and bald. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not bald. He's he's made, he's decided to do what he's done. Yes, he's made that conscious decision to shave his hair up. Yeah. Now, John in this video is using non-vintage guitars at the behest of uh, Mister Mark Romanek. Yes. Uh, he uses a. I made an incredible discovery when I was looking at this. He uses that silver strat, obviously, for the color schemes. No problem with that. And he uses an orange Fender as well, which I have always referred to in my head because I'd never said it out loud. As a tornado. Right. It's not called that, it's called a tornado. Christ. There's an additional O in it. So I'm having a gas attack. <laughs> well, well, they, of course, so, some people, we, we're lucky that we don't have tornadoes here, but that's actually what, how you pronounce the word you said as tornado. Well, we've all seen Twister, we've all seen that cow fly through there. And that's a film about tornadoes. Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Of course. That's all I've got to say about that. Yeah. Now, Although JF... I did see a, a Twister once out in the New Forest. A game of Twister? A, no, it was a very small Tornado. Did you? Or is this a lie? Yeah. No, it was dust. Oh, it small... in, in the shape of a Tornado. Well, if you're in New Zealand, they've got a name, haven't they? They're, um... Dust Devil. A, oh, a Dust Devil. That's a Hoover, yeah, isn't it? Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's gloss over that. <laughs> we'll gloss over that. John is wearing a nice silver slash grey jacket. Yes, he is. Yeah. C- colour scheme. Colour scheme. Uh, Do you notice when the swan looks at the camera at one twenty-five, one minute twenty-five seconds, and says, "All for you," really close up. He's got a very tight goatee. Yeah, and I do also like some of the close-ups with him and John, where they're yeah, like yeah. close together singing. That's singing lovely. together. That, that's nice, yeah. What did you make of the humping of the bass drum? Oh, here's a question for you. Did Mark Romanek ask the swan to hump the bass drum, hump the kick drum, if you will, and did he yeah. also ask the swan to put his hand right down his trousers, front <laughs> and centre? Did, yeah. did, did the director, if we're led to believe that they did what they were told, was those... Was those? Were those was two, those? Was, that, was those two creative choices by the director? And if so, were they ill-judged? I think, I think in the modern-day climate, you know, humping bass drums is still okay. It's fine, as long as the bass drum is of age and consent. No, I think you're quite right there. And quite often in the bass drum, you've got a hole in the front skin, haven't you? <laughs> yes, you have. Um, so, the other question is, is it okay for the swan front and centre to camera to put his hand down his trousers? Yes, it is. Good. Um, JF, John Frusciante, really launches that guitar towards the end, doesn't he? He does, and that, again, seems wasteful to me. Well, it's He's going to damage it. It's Toronado. He doesn't care about them. He, only pl- he likes playing vintage guitars. I know, but he could have given that Toronado to, to charity. Well, he threw some chairs around. They could have given that to charity. Yeah, chairs wouldn't have broken, but the Toronado would have definitely broken. Yeah, well, especially when he smashed the chair away with it, baseball or yeah. cricket style. 
But think, there could have been a, a child living in poverty whose guitar was lost in a house who's, fire. Who, who lost his Toronado by a house yeah, fire started by me with my flares. Yeah, exa- no, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I just think I never agree with smashing up perfectly good instruments. No, and, and nor do I. And I just want to say, in case the algorithm picks up, picks up the fact I just said I started a house fire with flares, I didn't. No, but just because you say you did something doesn't mean that you necessarily did. But does it mean I didn't if I say I didn't? No. So now, of course, we're going to have to interview you under oath. Well, go for it. Ben. Yes. Did you start the house fire with the flares? Am I under oath? Yes. I didn't. We're free and clear. Thank God. We're free and clear. We've got that cleared up. Okay, let's move on. We had had to conduct that interview during the analysis (laughs) of the Can't Stop video. (laughs) We did. We absolutely did. Okay, let's move on to university speaking, shall we? Yeah, well, let's just sum up Can't Stop, shall we? Okay. I personally think it's a great video. I like... The thing, the thing that I admire about bands who, who make music videos and try to do something a bit different, you see, is that it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you've got to admire the fact that they're trying to put something out there that's a bit... A little bit like, we said, of course, we like the performance video for um, By The Way earlier. And it was, it's good. But it is nice to see bands trying to... Because it can't be easy making... You know, you've got to make four or five music videos every time you release an album. It's difficult mm. to come up with something new. So I hats off and uh, a, a bloody good video. OK, I, I agree with you. I think um, that that's why you need creative input from other people who basically can tell you what to do sometimes. Because mm. it's not your job to come up with those ideas. Rick Rubin said to Flea... Whatever this guy comes up with, the director, just go with it because yeah. it'll be cool. I think it really yeah, works. Yeah. Of course, we talked about the one-minute sculptures, but it's based on the work of Edwin Worm, who would give people some things, some random objects, give them a minute to think of something and take a picture of them. Hmm. I think as a concept, it's great. It really, it really, really works nicely. It's very kinetic, and it's a really, <laughs> it's a really kinetic song. Movement energy. Thank you, science that knows it. Well, I, I, I'm just struggling to believe that the swan built that wall in a minute. Yeah, that is a, that's a lie. A lie is a lie. And that's another lie. Well, in that case, I hate the video. It's full of lies. Yeah, and, and me, um, actually. Yeah. No, I take it back. I love the video. I take it back, too. I love the video. I love the wall. The wall was held together with um, that kind of that stuff you spray foam that hardens really quickly. Like the stuff they use in the Ang Lee version of the, of the Hulk, the film The Hulk. Quick hardening foam? Yeah. They shoot quick hardening foam all over the Hulk and it freezes him in the, in the facility. It doesn't freeze him. It means he can't move in the facility. That's all I've got to say about the Hulk by Ang Lee. And now we must move on to university speaking. <laughs> Silver Coming out there of the namesake of this very podcast, University Speaking the Video. You've put your hand up. 
Yeah, that's just a salute to the universally speaking brand. Sorry, I misunderstood that salute. It looked like a different salute. Yeah. That's a better salute. Okay. Um, I do need to quickly say about uh, the Can't Stop Top Fives. Mm-hmm. Did I say Three Johns in a Wheelie Bin? Was in my Shit, top five. no, nor did I. Three Johns that, in a Wheelie Bin. Yeah, that was in my top five. I think I missed it out by accident. I'm taking Flea out and putting Three Johns in a Wheelie Bin in. I, yeah, I think I only said four. Yeah. Uh, which is, of course, mirrored here with, with one person in a wheelie bin. Now, let's talk about the, uh, the video for University Speaking. I, I think some of these videos work perfectly for the songs. The Zephyr song works really well. Can't Stop works really well. I, I find this song... I don't like this video for this song at all. Well, it's, it's almost as if the, the song is the soundtrack to this short film. Yeah, and the, whereas it should be the other way around. In the many song ways, is, some people would argue it should be the other way around. The song is brilliant. Mm. The I don't like it. I don't like the, the portrayal of the character. I find it deeply unsettling. I, I question the fact if you made this video... I don't think you could make this video now. Why? Because I think it's a portrayal of someone who... It's, a ca- it's just a character, man. Don't worry. Don't worry Okay, well, it, 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 I have trouble with it. I have trouble with the portrayal of this person. I'd like his... There are certain things I, I quite enjoy in There are certain video. things I quite enjoy. What do you enjoy? I like it when he's pulsating his bum bag. That's lovely. That's one of the things that I... In the video, he gets escorted out. That's fine. That's just a good dance. <laughs> he's just doing a great dance that yeah. incorporates his bum bag. He does that lovely kind of dance where he crosses his arms over and stuff. Yeah, and then he starts and pumping it, his bum bag around. Yeah, it's or, or his fanny, if you will, his fanny pouch. Exactly, for our American listeners, his fanny pack, yeah. His fanny pack. Because it, it puts me in mind of Borat at times during this video, where he's sort of putting unsuspecting members in the, of, the, in, of the public into, you know, having to react to what he's doing, which he obviously knows what he's doing. Agreed. And I, f- I very much like it when he starts doing like Wing, wing Chun in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's that bit's okay. I find that uh, I find that amusing. You love it. You find it very, very funny. Do you yeah. think everyone? I think there's a most of the people are reacting naturally and are non-actors. I think there might be a couple of bits where yeah, there's w- definitely w- somewhere it's choreographed where the staged. toilet and stuff. Yeah, there exactly. That's my main one: the toilet. Yeah. I do like the way he... I do like his reaction. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think there's some like, really good stuff here from, from the guy who plays him. Like when he jumps over the fence and he sort of looks both ways yeah, and yeah. dusts himself off. I think, I think the character is, is sort of fleshed out within the two videos as much as you can, you know, in about eight minutes. I've got a quiz question for you. Okay, love it. At the very, very start of the video... There's a tight close-up on a sticker on the front of the car. Yes. If you can tell me what that sticker says, you get ten points, mate. <sighs> Shit, mate. I didn't even know there was a sticker. No, uh, it's a difficult one. It, it says, proud to be an American, or proud to be American. <laughs> hmm, should have listened to that. Well, if you can't answer that, I bet you can't answer the next question. What's the number plate of the car? No idea. Didn't even know there was a number plate. 4ZQX480. And what state do you think it comes from? 
Oh god, I, this is a, well, I've got a. Oh, excuse me. Um, Come on, brother. This is fucking chilies. Ah, California A. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a California A reference. I was going to go a bit more in depth and say another state. Like what? Name another state if you can. Well, I was going to say Idaho. I was going to say North Carolina. Yeah, no need, of course. Like you say, we're talking about the chilies. Uh, he doesn't have much luck at the ATM, does he? He certainly did. Do you think that's that? I hope that was signed off by the the, the police. Banks. Otherwise, he, he's going to get himself in serious trouble. Yeah, again, maybe that's... Yeah, it's difficult to know, really. Maybe it was a fake ATM set up for that shot. Here's another quiz question for you. Oh, my uh, word. It's not really a quiz question. Um, oh. In fact, it's not. I'm just going to tell you something. It, okay, more of a statement. Yeah, it's a statement. You know, ATM, people say ATM machine. Yes. What's the problem with that? <laughs> well, the M in ATM stands for machine. So what so are you you're saying? Calling it a, you're calling it a, a, auto I teller. Know what something ATM like. stands for. I right? think it's auto telling or auto teller machine. Well, do you machine. know? Here's a quiz question from for my Australian friends. Great. Um, when you pay at the till with your bank card, hmm. they use what's known as an EFTPOS machine. Uh, sorry, an EFTPOS. EFT. Post. EFTPOS, yeah. Okay. And it's been nearly 20 years since I was in Australia, but let me see if I can <laughs> yeah. remember So you're right up to date with that. What EFTPOS stands for. I believe it stands for Electronic... Financial Transaction? Financial Transaction at Point of Sale. Hmm. How come I got that before you did and you went to Australia? Well, I was... Because I was having to think about it. Yeah, but I just guessed... Yeah, well, well done, mate. Well done. To all Australian people, if if you still use the term EFTPOS, please tweet us at, at mm. Universally Speaking, hashtag EFTPOS. Mm. I've got some other information here. Um, that, uh, when you say ATM machine or PIN number, so yes. personal identif- identification number number, that's called RAS syndrome, redundant... redundant acronym syndrome which i realize in itself is a ras syndrome yeah because yeah. that has syndrome in its well so it's a it's a, ra, a ras well i RAS. used to know someone who back in the day called er er room <laughs> oh dear <laughs> uh here's another one uh i'm wearing this very t-shirt i'm wearing my dc t-shirt Yes. So, but people will say DC Comics, yeah. and of course DC stands for Detective Comics. So you're you're saying Detective Comics? comics. Shit, man! I didn't realise this kind of thing was so rife. Hmm. It's all over the place, mate. All over the place. It's frightening how rife it is. Because you probably say DC Comics, don't you? And I do as well. Because otherwise, you're just saying DC, and people don't be really talking. About. I think you're talking about Washington DC, which is where Triple B, Big Bad Boris comes from. Is it? Very, it's do, very confusing. Well, do you think, in his wildest dreams, Big Bad Boris thought that when he sent that email, it, he, it would be received whilst we were recording an episode and he would be immediately read out? In his wildest dreams? <laughs> that surely is the kind of thing that dreams are made of. Now, well, I, I will answer your question in two parts. Okay. Well, one of them is a statement. I'll answer the question. In his dreams, his normal dreams, no, probably not. No, in his wildest dreams. In his wildest dreams, 
that he, he might have touched upon it. But only yeah. in his wildest dreams. Only in his absolute wildest dreams. Let's get back to the video. I, we've touched on all of that kind of stuff involving the character. Then, of course, we go to the, the short but sweet live aspect, which Ooh, I like. I've got a good question for you on this one. Um, I think it captures that live feeling well. The whole video ca- captures and touches upon the feeling of being at a festival or you know, a live event. But it's just nice to, to, to see the band performing live at the end, albeit briefly. Right. Are you ready for another quiz? Yes. I know I've researched what show that was um, this, that he got up on stage on. Okay. And I've researched what song they were playing whilst that was filmed. Okay. And this is available on YouTube. You have to okay. dig a bit for it. But okay. he's there. I'll tell you what the show was. Okay. It was, uh, he says, desperately looking. It's Coachella 2003. Fine. Okay, so I'm going to give you... Do you want four possible songs that they were playing or three possible songs they were playing for this footage? Well, no, I want five guesses. Oh, okay, I was going to give you options. No, I, I'll try and guess. You're going to have five guesses, okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll start your guesses... Now. Now. Okay, I'm going to... I can't remember if they're doing any bobbing, so I'll say, first of all... I mean, I, you know, it would be churlish of me not to say universally speaking as the first guess. You're absolutely right. That would be churlish of you. Okay, so I'll say universally speaking. <coughs> right, I didn't think that could possibly be correct. <coughs> so I'm going to go for If You Have To Ask. Really? Yeah. Wow. <coughs> Because I thought they were doing some jumping. Eh, eh. Sorry, I had a mouthful of beer. Go on. Well, well, there's no clues. I can give you a clue if you want. Yeah, give me a clue. Okay, fine. Just let me think. Okay. We played it. This is a classic clue. You got. Th- have one more guess, then I'll give you this clue. Okay, fine. It didn't seem like there was a great deal of soloing going on, for example. You're wrong. Okay, I'm going to go for Danny. Great guess. Great guess. But, of course, that song hadn't been written at the time. Oh, that shit, of course. That would have been a shocker if they were playing Daddy California. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let me, let me revert. Are you, revert. Retra- are you retracting let- that one? I've got to retract that. Terrible guess. It's because I've got... <laughs> why, why don't you go for, why no, don't you go uh, for uh, Dark Necessities? No, 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 because John, John didn't play on that one. Uh, I'm going to go for... It's quite right. <laughs> oh, God, okay. I'm going to go Man, for... man th- tries to think of upbeat chili songs. I'm going to, I'm going to put stick my neck out and say, "There, there is a crime." Can't stop. Uh-uh. Right. Now I'm just trying to make sure I name songs that have been written. As well. <laughs> yeah, songs. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get Catholic schoolgirls rule. Oh, I also. Dick Rude did direct this video, and of course he also directed Catholic Schoolgirls and Off the Map, in this, Off the Map especially in this ridiculous editing style. Yeah, well, yes, I mean he's had a long history and and links with the band, and it's good to see him popping up again. Hmm. I yeah. Okay, so you got <laughs> he two guesses. Come on, mate. Come you get, on. You've got two guesses left. What do you mean? He's on the cusp of coming on, and now you're saying that. Yeah, sorry, Dick. Sorry, Richard R. Rude. I'll take <laughs> it all back. Triple R. It's good to see him popping up again. It's lovely to see you popping up again, Richard. Christ almighty. Sorry, Mr. Rude. Burn all your bridges at once. 
so you've got three guesses left. Oh, two two miss. guesses left, and I'm going to give you three songs, okay? The clue is, we played one of these songs at my wedding. Okay, so we played Danny California, which it can't be. We didn't play Danny California at my wedding. Didn't we? Do you want me to run through what songs we played at my wedding? We played Set My Kiss. Yep. I don't think it's that, but it might be, so I'll say Set My Kiss. Well, do you want to hear the other songs we played at my wedding? Yes. Hunt the Bump. Okay, that hadn't been written. Or had it? <laughs> Maybe. No, it hadn't. And we played Scar Tissue. Oh, fucking hell. So it could be Tissue. I'm only going to give you one more guess now, given that one of them wasn't written. <laughs> okay, so it's a 50-50. It's, it's Tissue or Kiss. <laughs> oh, shit, the classic conundrum. <laughs> it's the classic 50-50 tissue or kiss. conundrum. Okay, I'm going to go for... Tissue. It's kiss. It's... <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, well, you can't win them all. I told you it'd be a good quiz. Can you fill while I have a mouthful of beer, please? So during the performance of Kiss at Coachella 2002, the Red Hot Chili Peppers... Uh, recorded footage that would later be used in the universally speaking music video. Thank you, that's enough. Now, you can see the footage on YouTube of the performance of Suck My Kiss where Dave Sheridan goes up on stage. Right, and presumably it was all fine. Yeah, well, presumably they knew it was going to happen. Yeah, fine. Unless the chilies were also kept in the dark, much like then had to sign <laughs> sign off the uh, image right. Well, that's the kind of thing that could shit you up if you weren't expecting it. Um, I do if you know where he plays leg guitar. Yeah, that's a great bit of leg guitar. In the actual, in reality, he's only on stage for twenty two seconds ish, approx. And it's during the guitar solo in the first half of the last verses. I've sat my kiss. Yeah, and he doesn't give the swan the book at the end bless you no he gives it to him and then of course it's edited together later on to make it look like that's the end of the song yeah. and so john is actually actually playing the suck my kiss guitar solo so why why do you think he didn't come on stage during universally speaking good question maybe they didn't play Probably it they didn't play it or maybe they did they thought it would be unsuitable well, the thing is, if they if he came on during university speaking, it wouldn't make for much of a quiz twenty years later, would it? No, it wouldn't, because you went for that straight away. You said it would be churlish not well, to go. You've got to, you've got to you've got to. Otherwise, you're going to look stupid when you've had your five guesses and you haven't said university speaking. <laughs> That's true, but you did go for it. I would also like to say this: sure, chocolate oranges, etc. But that John look, where he's wearing the classic T-shirt, long sleeves, but he's got his hair tied back and he's got a beard. Yeah. There's, there's that shot that lasts for about a second, maybe a second and a half, more than one-tenth of a second, which I know he appreciated. Yes. He looks like a god. He looks god? He looks like a god. Oh, like a god. He yeah, is my, he looks great. He, hey, he, he is my dog, he is my god. It's an unusual... Is I always consider that look to be slightly unusual for John, and it is unusual, partly because I find it I find it slightly skew if that he associates so heavily with a brand like Adidas, but then Flea does as well. Do you think he heavily uh, associates, or he just likes the stuff? Do you think he was sponsoring? Well, no. I mean, he he has over the years worn a lot of Adidas stuff, and so has Flea. I think they just like it. 
But John always like John will go from wearing like you know what looks like he's just found pulled out of without looking you know put his hand in and pulled something out to then wearing full like Adidas stuff. It's mm. always been a bit that's always been a bit strange to me. But he looks great in this. Video. Like you say, it's a great look. He's got so many great looks. I'll tell you what, this look though. I mean, I, I, I'm getting a bit dreamy about him, so I'll I'll pull back. I'll pull back. Well, he was twenty years younger now, twenty years younger then than he is now. So was I. Yeah, well, I was as well. He's he's now fifty, hmm. but then you're forty two. So no, I'm not. You're not forty three, eh? I'm afraid I ticked over in November. <laughs> Shitting <laughs> how he's ticked over again. This boy ticks over on a regular basis. Approximately once a year. Yearly. I do it on an annual. I am hitting the big four zero this year myself. Oh, so, mate. Yeah. I never thought my third brother. Well, you're my second brother, actually. I'm. I'm That's prime. True. I'm brother prime. You are. Yes. Yes. I'm the original. And they're forty this year. So, if you want to get the presents in, send them in early. <laughs> well, I'll okay. accept inspirational quotes and other such guff. Great. Well, I'll, when's your birthday? September, isn't it? September, yeah. Oh, you've got plenty of time. What did I do for my 40th birthday? Oh, you gave me, you and your wife gave me such brilliant presents. You gave me a box full of presents, didn't you? Yeah, remember it, remember it. Uh, well, me and Vanessa talked about it um, a couple of days ago because some of that stuff, that's quality stuff you gave me. Yeah, it was a pretty anyway, th- Thanks for all my presents three years ago. <laughs> no problem. The book is Lexicon Devil. The Fast Times and, and Short Life of Derby Crash and the Germs. And it's a biography of Derby Crash, who was the late frontman of the Germs. It was written by Brendan Mullen, as in he said Mullen, who, of course, Brendan's death song is about. Yes. So that's another nice well, there link. There you go, you see, it's just another link in the puzzle. It's part of the story, and, yeah. This and is the Germs, we- of course, are a band that the Chilis have a long history of, of being fans of. Yeah. And... Can you name Ooh. the music video which features the word germs? Do you mean a music video or is it a song? So it must be a song. It's a music video in which you see the word germs. What? Superimposed on the screen? I'm not going to say how it... It's a, it's a Chili's video. Oh, right, okay. Uh, no. Okay, so the license plate of the car driven in Californication. Yes. Yeah, I know. I quizzed you on this. I quizzed you on this. He didn't know. (laughs) He didn't know. He forgot. He didn't know. (laughs) What a loser. I quizzed you on this in in the episode about the Californication video, and yet I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. You got that right, though, I think, in that episode. Yeah, well, I, well, as I've just demonstrated, I, I do know that. Hmm. Oh, so. um, did you notice that uh, the, uh, the cab driver dragged around a bag of trash, or uh, for American listeners, all rubbish for our UK listeners? Yes. Just like I did at the Extreme Gig. Well, that's right, and it put me in mind of when we were at Pearl Jam in Holland, and you could get free beers if you collected five or ten plastic cups and return them to be recycled. Tell me more, because I've never heard this before. Well, you must have done. There are hundreds of plastic cups on the floor. 
So we just went around and picked them up and got free beers. How many cups so, do you have to pick up to get such a thing? I think it was. It might have been twenty. So it was, you know. Oh, mate, 20, 20 cups for free beer? Yeah, yeah. Wow, you must have been utterly shit-faced by the end of that. Well, this was it. I mean, I, I shit you not, when we left, we were wading through cups. There were, there were cups everywhere. So, but this was, it was an all-day thing. And obviously, we weren't Pearl Jam when we weren't doing it. But early in the day, we probably had about 10 free beers doing, just by doing that. That can't be financially viable. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about something. I do need to clarify it with me. During telling that story, did you shit me? <laughs> no, I didn't. Good, good, I, wouldn't, good. I wouldn't do that to you whilst telling a very serious story. And, of course, our listeners, who have also heard that story before, on at least two previous episodes. <laughs> okay, should we this guy is shitting with me. <laughs> no, I am shitting me- with you. It put me in mind of that situation. <laughs> Should we move on to Fortune Faded? Well, yeah, but do you want me to tell the story about when I collected cups in Holland? Do it in another 15 episodes' time. Fine. It's good for the new listener. So Flying out of fortune faded at maximum velocity. Breaking news, Samuel. Go on. We have, as we speak, a nice little Twitter conversation going on with Jonathan Tartley, who follows us on um, Twitter and Insta, and does some really nice little videos of, uh, of our chats, of our pod, little stories. And Pete Moore talking about videos. So that is happening as we speak. This is live liking, people. And I like these tweets. Boom. Jonathan. Boom. Jonathan. Boom. Pete. Done it. Live liking. This is great podcasting. That's real time Twitter podcasting. Real time shit. Hmm. (laughs) Not sure it's great podcasting, but it is real time Twitter. Okay, so. Fortune faded. What would you make of this video? What did you make of this video, brother? Talk to me. I've got to say, Ben, I, I, I really like this video. I like the vibe. I like the, the colours. I like the concept of the sort of light graffiti. Mm, that's, that is amazing. Um, and I love the energy from the band. Yeah. yeah I think, I think it, um, the only thing I'm not 100% sold on, there's a couple of things, actually, and they both relate to the swan. One. Is it? What is one of them? Is the length of his hair? <laughs> yeah, one is 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 his haircut. Yeah, uh, it's and terrible. Two is how shiny he is. I don't think he's that shiny. Is he? I think I he's actually he looks like takes on a certain it's a certain a, glow, a certain sheen, if you will. Yeah. Well, that might be because of the lights that were used. There's a very specific light used in this video. There's there's quite a lot of behind the scenes stuff here on Fortune Faded. Some quite video-specific and some quite just long interviews that you have to listen to for due diligence. Sure. Um, and then think, oh, it took an hour, and I learnt nothing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's, that, then there's a break oh, in... I'm just uh, glad I didn't in, do it in that case. In podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> some nice stuff in interviews. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> some like, great to, to, interviews. <laughs> but they had, a, like, a donut light. So imagine a donut with a hole in it, not one that's full of jam, otherwise it wouldn't work. 
No, and and actually, I don't know whether filled donuts are a global phenomenon. Don't you? Well, I wonder whether some countries just have donuts with holes in. Right, email in, tweet in. Do you have donuts in England? The best donut is a deep fried piece of batter filled with jam, and as it comes out the fryer, it's sugared. There's no hole. It's it, it's something to behold. A, a good jam donut is yeah, a jam donut. And more recently, of course, the the custard donut has taken off. I don't like custard much. I like custard, and I like a custard donut, but you can't beat a jam donut. You can't, and you can't. The challenge is when eating a jam donut, don't lick your lips. Well, of course, and a good jam donut should be sufficiently filled that it becomes difficult not to squirt jam on yourself. Oh, quite. Why are we talking about donuts? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know. You were talking about a donut light. Oh, the donut light, yes. The hole, so an American donut. The classic Simpsons, Homer Simpson donut. Yes. So they had a light shaped like a donut that fits around the lens of the camera. Mm. And it worked, I think it works fantastically well. And you've got the swan in the corridor, and in other times, but he kind of comes in and out of the shot. Yeah. And the, and the light catches him, and he disappears. That's what the guy said he was going for, and I think it works great. I think this video looks... This is the best-looking video, I think, of all of these videos. Yes, I, th- I think you're right. Obviously, it comes from a slightly different era. Well, um, it was recorded, as we said, by the, by, in the By The Way sessions originally. Yeah, but the vi- yeah, yes, but the song itself came slightly later. Yeah, then it was re-recorded and then put on the great sets, yeah. Yeah, so... I even said, San, I'm a purist. I don't want to do Fortune Failure, didn't I? And I said, Ben, we've got to do it. And I said, why? And he said, I don't know. And I said, fine, we'll do it. Yeah, and here we are. <laughs> we'll do it. We've got to fill up the time somehow. <laughs> well, no, it's because we had a lot of positive comments on, on Twitter and on Insta about this video. That's true. And it true. would have been criminal of us not to then go on and talk about it. And I, what I didn't want us to do was to, you know, just dismiss all of that positivity. As you said, it would have been criminal. You be the judge and I will answer to you. Well, I'm not sure I'm happy with that scenario. <laughs> okay. Do you want to be the criminal and I'll be the judge? Fine. <laughs> did you... And I'll be the, uh, the attorney. Oh, or God. the lawyer. What's it, what's it? Did you or did you not state on Twitter that you would cover the four singles released from the By The Way album? And yes, before you say anything, I know that Dost was released in certain uh, environs. The US Oof, and Canada, but there was me. no video made for it. But did you or did you not say that you would cover the By The Way videos? And then also, as an addendum, Goodness confirmed me. on social media that you would also cover Fortune Faded. Sir, we did, your did you or did you not we did your confirm that? Confirmation, Your Honour. I'm not, I'm not the judge, I'm, the, I'm questioning you. You, <laughs> you just say yes. Yes. Okay, good. You can say I'm not comfortable in the courtroom. <laughs> you're, you're calling someone who's interrogating you. Not interrogating They're cross-examining you. Yeah. Your Honour. I know. I basically fall apart in the, in the courtroom s- scenario. Do you? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I always get so nervous. Well, I'm hoping you'll say you would rather than you do. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know me. I'm a, I'm a career criminal. Petty. A petty thief. Nothing but a petty thief. I'm in and out of jail 
Regular. I can barely catch you for the podcast recordings. You're, right, you're yeah. in and out so frequently. Yeah, I'm in and out of jail every two weeks. He's in for stealing another 20p mix bag of penny chews. What, what I won't do, and this is my commitment to the podcast, what I won't do is, is commit and get caught committing a crime that carries a jail sentence longer than two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> That's that's nice to know, actually, because otherwise I'd have to do my impression of you to cover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what Hello I mean. and welcome to University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> podcast. <laughs> here's, here's Sam. Hello. Are you in jail again? When, when that happens, you know that I've been done for something, yeah, yeah, something serious. Yeah, quite, quite a, a heinous crime. Yes, yes, exactly. Anyway, let's get back to Fortune Faded. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got some information about why they filmed it. Fine. It's the Ambassador Hotel, which was, at the time, John was saying it reminds him of The Shining. I think the Swan said it reminds him of The Shining and Itchy and Scratchy because of all the chasing around. Uh, John felt, said he felt the ghosts at the checkout, at the check-in and check-out desk. He's big all those on empty, that kind of thing, isn't he? He is. He actually said he hoped that the video would have the, the energy of the ghosts in there. Uh, it's been since demolished in 2006. Okay. Here's a quiz question for you. What year? A double quiz question. Where is it? I'm going to need a state. Okay, California. <laughs> yes, well done. And a year that it was built. I'll give you two years either way. Uh, the hotel. I'm guessing it would have been built in the early 1900s. So I'll say 19... 1920. Wow! You're one year off, just like the uh, Popmaster <laughs> yes. quiz. Yes. Get one, just like the, the, the Cambridge Popmaster quiz on BBC Radio 2. In fact, I myself will be appearing on BBC Radio 2 with Rylan at a certain date in two weeks' time. Get back to my, one week my after triumph. Yeah, what's a triumph? Sam, I've got to plug this. Okay, fine, but what about the triumph? The triumph is huge. You were one year off. Brilliant. Well done. I know. Well, well done. Mate, I, when it comes to American hotels, I'm unbeatable. You certainly are, my brother. You certainly are. What a striking, what a visually striking video this is. The use of... Not only do you have the, the writing down the side of the walls... Yes. ...when the swan's in his corridor. Pardon me? Which looks like the swan's writing, I think. Yes, exactly. His, his unmistakable writing style. I looked at the. I looked to see what it says. I'm not sure it has any reference to the lyrics of the song, which is I found a bit surprising. Well, you know, you can't cover all bases all the time. Yeah, absolutely, Sam. You cannot. Uh, but some of the 3D, when it really comes to life, and the, the music, the music, the light is in the 3D space. People are walking through it. I love that shot where the security guard is mm. following the tagger. Yeah. And it starts off with cats and mice on the floor, and then he starts walking. He's walking through that space, and it turns into birds. Yeah, it's uh, genuinely this video is beautiful. It is really and, well done. Yeah, and I love that that um, imagery of flea with the angel wings. Yeah, that's very very striking, isn't that's it? That's fantastic. Yeah, and also you got the fire on the floor when flea's got the the angel wings later in the video. Yeah. Or maybe when you were talking about... Yeah, yeah it's, just, great. It's, it's, it's very good. The thing is, and, and this is... What, when music videos are done well, 
they can be so effective and they can be so inventive. They and they within the confines of a four or five minute piece of film, you can make a difference. And I know, I'll tell you how I know that you really believe in that. Because <laughs> I touched the table. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. I think this make. I think this is a great song, but I think the video. To to be honest, and I know you'll thank me for my honesty. Right. To be fair, and for me, <laughs> I could have binned off the um, the art, the artifice of having the guy doing the painting. Yeah, and just have had the band doing a performance video with within, that imagery around that, them. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. I, I guess it's nice to set the scene. It it's nice to tell some kind of story that you know that seems to be a theme within a lot of the videos there's there's a story to be told but i know what you mean sometimes just the the best imagery and the best things about this video are the band playing live that energy and so yeah i'll take it as it is i think it's a great video and and i know we say all these songs are brilliant but fortune faded and save the population are both very, very good songs. And as someone said on Twitter, possibly a, a musical avenue that was never fully explored. Uh, but a couple of great songs, great sound. So it, it, I think they are very important songs and always enjoyable. I completely agree they are always enjoyable. I think the record company picked Fortune Faded as the single because there was only going to be one single released yeah and i think the band picked save the population because i knew because save the population isn't a commercially viable single i don't think no but it is um a great song it is a great song and and at the time i thought fortune faded was a little bit throwaway actually but over the years i've i've come to enjoy it more and more so have i it's got one of the well not one of the best chili's choruses it's got a great chili's chorus I think maybe you found it was a bit throwy because the guitar line's quite simple. Yeah. And there's not a lot of John Frusciante style guitar going on. That's why I think. That's, that's why I think you thought that. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, you, I mean, you, you, it, that could be something to do with it. I, 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 I think, actually, I found the chorus, and I, and I find with some Chili's choruses that they take a little bit of. Some, when I first hear them, uh, I think, uh, you know, not so keen on the chorus, maybe. But then over time, it, the, the chorus is po- possibly part of a lot of chilly songs, particularly singles, that grows on me in a in a slower way than some, you know, other aspects of the song. I don't know. But I, all I know is that I, I liked it initially, but now I, you know, I really like it. So, Would you tip as far as say you love it? No, I wouldn't go that far. I love Save the Population. I really like Fortune Faded. Okay, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, I think. Part of my love for Save the Population comes from the, the Frusciante vocal part as well. I just I absolutely adore the way that song ends, and I love John's, John's singing in, in that song. It's just incredible. Of course, and to hear more on Sam's thoughts about that particular thing, and my thoughts go back to an earlier episode where we covered we quickly threw i don't think it's even listed on the episode notes no we threw it in off the cuff yeah we did it's on it's on the notes but it's not on the uh, title well that's one thing i'm particularly looking forward to is a recording a podcast together in the same room i just think oh mate we would have none of this fucking bollocks none of this bullshit 
And secondly, going back to Mum and Gordy's and doing one there, I just think it would be it would be really good as well. Yeah, it would be great. I saw I was looking at the Instagram feed a couple of days ago and just seeing us together mm. uh, looked great. And being in certainly doing it at Mum and Gordy's was uh, yeah the early days. Of course, the the tenuous times of um, one hot minute episode one part one and part two well, of course. then we quickly graduated to uh live in new york part three in that very same room yeah yeah and Happy then we days. moved of course yeah we've been through various locations and this this kind of crappy setup is is the worst of it but you know we plow on buddy we got to it's a global pandemic well, so we're, doing, John, we're doing our bit man we're doing our bit we're, we're desperately trying John is playing, and I, I will make this point. Yes. John is playing a 1960 SG Custom, a Gibson guitar, with three humbuckers on it. Very rare to see John play A, humbucking guitars, mm. and B, an SG. When they played Fortune Faded Live, he used a, a blacklist pull for most of the performances, if not all. I'm covering myself there by saying most of them. Yes, very clever. Astute. Podcast. Mm, I am astute. So that what I do like also is there's, there's a portion of this video where you see two Johns with one swan. Yeah, exactly. And one of the Johns is playing the electric guitar part, and one of the Johns is playing the acoustic guitar part. Yeah. Which is a nice representation, a nice visual representation of the audio medium. Mm, exactly. And Although it's it's nice for videos to be able to do their own thing, I think sometimes it's very important that the video portrays the audio in an accurate in an accurate way. And here we're seeing that, which is a big tick in the box from me. Box ticked twice because I ticked it as well. Uh, I like the bit at zero minutes thirty two seconds. The swan jumps out of the corridor into the room quite yeah. nicely. Did you notice that? He does a wonderful wall jump as well. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, fantastic stuff. He's yeah. he's fit as a fiddle, shiny fit with a terrible haircut. It's just getting. He's growing it out from the by the way era to the um, yeah. to the stadium era length. Yeah, and it's just it's it's just unfortunate that he had to commit that haircut to film. Yes, it is because then I looked at the the can't stop video, and it's it's longer, but it's not at this particular distressing stage this particular chessboard because mm. if um well i've said it well i've said it before and i'll say it again if baron von munchausen were to ejaculate the four of them or us being the red hot <laughs> yes. chili peppers yes then anthony anthony kiedis's long hairstyle at that particular point in the fortune failure video would have been not the perfect person to manipulate those particular... The, the, the perfect player for that particular board. The perfect player for that particular board, you're quite right. You're that haircut right. has been vetoed. That haircut is an abomination. <laughs> Strong words, but he's quite correct. Strong words, but Anthony, if you want to come on and defend yourself... Defend that particular cut and that particular chessboard. Yeah, oh, Christ, I mean, you know, neither of us are chess players, but... Um, I'd be more than happy to play chess with Anthony live on the podcast if it meant he'd come on. I'd be more than happy if he bought a chessboard and ejaculated onto it. <laughs> well, I wouldn't make him ejaculate on a chessboard, let me say that much. 
Nor would I, but I'm just saying, if he came on and did if, it, if, I wouldn't criticise him. No, Actually, no. it wouldn't be him doing it. He'd have to bring Baron von Munchausen. Yeah, but that, that's one of the difficulties. Yeah, With that particular scenario, yeah. It, uh, look, anyway, <laughs> it's all unlikely to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, A, I'll break it, quickly break it down, why it's not likely to happen. A, Baron von Munchausen is A, fictional, or B, dead. Yes. B, Anthony's not going to come on the podcast... And see if he did. did. <laughs> I'd be amazed if he brought his own chessboard and ejaculated onto it. <laughs> I would insist that he he either did it while the, we, he we, he was on the podcast, or at least had the decency to bring a chessboard that he'd pre pre ejaculated onto. <laughs> yeah. If 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 this ever happens and he says he'll come on. Should we send in these stipulations? <laughs> yeah, a Co- couple of things. <laughs> you know, you're not going to believe it. <laughs> you know, yeah. You're not going to believe it, but there's a couple of things we need you to do before you come on. They're mainly ejaculation related. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so shall we move on to the? Uh, they mainly, move on to socials. They mainly revolve around a statement you made during the Funky Monks video. <laughs> You'll it's be surprised. It's his own fault. <laughs> yes, that's what I say. Yes, we'll tell him. You'll be surprised how much footage we get out of this. How much mileage? <laughs> <laughs> how much mileage we get out of that thirty-second clip of you talking about a chessboard? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go then, brother, into the socials. If for any reason you want to contact us after that last particular round of nonsense, then here's the way to do it. My website is bentownsomemusic.net. All contact details, all videos, anything RHCP-related that we do is there. I also put my um, cartoons up there, Sam. My Small World cartoons and my... Small World, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Am I the Chicken and the Egg cartoons? So, if you like films, I've done a cartoon strip called The Chicken and the Egg that was published on a couple of websites and i did a, a cartoon strip called small world it was published in the southern daily echo and the bristol evening post so check that out if you want uh he's very big in bristol is our ben huge in bristol well, it was huge in bristol in the early 2000s <laughs> yeah <laughs> not so big true. now not so big in bristol these days uh, email in as uh, Triple B, Big Bad Boris did, Ben Music at hotmail.com. Contact us on Twitter. Sam, you are. I'm at Stack Townsend. No, you're not. No, not on, on Twitter. Twitter. Not. Is it? Am. Right, yeah. go for it then. I'm at Stack Townsend. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Not only did I not believe that was your Twitter handle, I was shocked at how short it was. Well, I am at, at University RHCP. What, is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> short. <laughs> okay, on Reddit, that's what I meant. What are you on Reddit? I'm not on Reddit. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> this is, well, you know, this is you smooth. You You're universally RHCP odd Sam. Odd Sam, yeah. And I am Unispeak hyphen RHCP podcast. I mean, I, I gave up long ago thinking that me giving, giving out my Reddit handle means anything. <laughs> Gen- <laughs> Sorry. Generate any traffic at all. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, I just think it's best if you read it quickly. Okay. And on Insta, <laughs> on Insta, I am universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. 
Anyway, should we wrap this up? Yes, it's been a wonderful time. Saturday I, evening. Yeah. Saturday, the let's, let's, let's get a time date on this. Saturday the 20th. A, t- a time date? <laughs> yes, a time date. Oh, well, date. just so you can pick up your new watch again. That's a date based in time. This is not a new one. Saturday the 20th of Feb. So there you go, people. Well, give us a time. Oh, yeah, a time date. It's uh, quarter to ten in the evening. It certainly is. We wrap it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I've, I've Sam, like we said earlier, I cannot wait to see you. I genuinely had a good time with you tonight. Yes, it's been an absolute pleasure. Once again, our apologies uh, for the one hot minute episodes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this has been wonderful. So we, yeah, looking forward already to doing the next one and. You know, everybody who's out there, stay safe, look after yourselves, enjoy the podcast, and let's just look forward to what is going to be a fantastic year, Red Up Chili Peppers-wise. Oh, you said it, brother. And also, um, if you do want us to redo One Hot Minute in the more irreverent style of two people that can actually talk now, email in. (laughs) Email in if if you want us to do that. If you want us to do anything, email in. Not anything. Um, not anything, particularly anything involving chessboards. We're not into that kind of thing. No, certainly not. Certainly not we leave, together. We leave that to the Baron von Wunschhausens. Von yeah, of, the, of this world. Of this world. <laughs> okay, then. So, we will see you later. If Baron von Munchausen was to ejaculate two brothers onto a chessboard, then I'm sure you'll agree that Rick Rubin would be the perfect player. Oh, for that particular board. <laughs>